Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. It is a new Mistborn book. We have a new intro. We have a new overlay. It's a new era. The end of this era. <laughs> I'm Eric, <laughs> and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rider. Also joining us is David. Hi, I am Winner <laughs> on the forums, and I was expecting Shannon to go third for some reason. No, so I, was it, well, I literally going. showed you the order that people were in. What? Where? <laughs> I showed you the thing. Whatever, it doesn't matter. So. Anyway, oh yeah. Uh, also joining you heard us here first. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. Uh, also joining us is Shannon. Hi, I'm Gray or Graywatch, depending on where you find me. Huh? Usually Gray on the Discord. And for some reason, the algorithm of where I put people decided that Evgeny is last. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I, that's uh, it's because I'm a bottom <laughs> that's why. No, let's cut that. Um, <laughs> can we say that? No, I don't no, think we can no, say we that. Can't. <laughs> no, this is going great already. We're, we're, we're two we're minutes in here. So. Oh, yeah. Let's make it more. I have a name which is Argent and I also have something very special to show you that is very topical after our next content no we're not contenders after our next host introduces himself oh I'm Eric hey what's up oh wait no no, no wait, wait 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 I did it wrong you gotta see you gotta see your chaos <laughs> yeah let's, it's going great we'll get a dried one day yeah yeah we're yeah professionals and I am chaos. What do you got, Evgeny? Okay, so it's very topical. I, is so it? this is yeah, we're talking about a Mistborn book, Era Two. Okay, okay. And people drink metal, <laughs> a flask. Ooh, Ooh. That, the way you're holding that's going to be really good to bash someone on the head with. It's like yeah, get them. That is, you know, yeah. you want to waste. So that. I don't, I don't think these are metal flakes actually, but they are yes, flakes. This looks pretty good. Of something. Yeah, you can speak um, gold. It won't hurt although, people. People do that with gold, actually. Yeah. So. Although this is this is something called gold schlager. Okay, that so is gonna, actually gold. Yeah, that's gold. That is yeah, legitimately so. gold. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna drink some gold if that's okay yes. with you guys. So I've I've never consumed this liquid, uh, but I thought it would be <laughs> fun to uh, go to the liquor store an hour before this episode and spend thirty bucks on a joke. The, the oh, analytics okay. of just people leaving and like just, <laughs> just, just, no, just cliff falling. If you okay, don't like you, this, you can just skip to the next chapter on YouTube. Okay. If you, if you feel an affinity for the metal, you may be a Farukamist. So just keep that in mind. Whatever that means. Yeah, might not. You might I, not be an Alamancer here. Okay. I I will take a very close stock of how my body feels as I consume this. I'm sure. I'm sure you will. Are you waiting for feedback? Yeah, I'm waiting for taste. you to take a drink, man. Oh, oh, okay. No, I was, I was just gonna it... nose it. Well, I feel a warmth in my stomach. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. All right, <laughs> enough of that. Let's let's get into what we're talking about. So, lost metal. It's been lost for six years since the last we found book. it. We found it. We 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 found the book uh, at least and. Yeah, let's get in to talking about some spoiler-free thoughts. Uh, obviously, the majority of this episode will be massively spoilery. 
but we'll have this little segment of spoiler-free thoughts uh, for for you all. So let's get into some spoiler-free thoughts for Lost Metal. Obviously, this, this will have spoilers for non-Lost Metal things, like everything before that. So, Era 2, and we'll have Cosmere spoilers in this episode, uh, as usual and stuff, right? But uh, this part will be spoiler-free on Lost Metal. So, some things to think about is, how does this book rank against the other Era 2 books? Was it a good conclusion? I want to start off because I didn't read the other Era 2. I didn't reread the other okay, Era 2 sure, books. Sure. So, <laughs> so it's been the full six years since I've read okay, an Era yeah. 2, uh-huh. an Era, another Era 2 book. Right. <laughs> uh, it's been lost. six years in World as well. That's in true. Wo- That's in World true. as well. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm just, because I don't really feel like I have much to say because my memory of the last three books has all metastasized into one sort of era two blob. Um, so, um, (laughs) I, being that there was very little context, I, I think this is great, but I also have no idea how it ranks compared to the others. And that's just, um, so it's still a great book. And I think if you haven't reread the, the other books, era two books before this, you'll still have a great time. They explain everything. And so, yeah, um, that's, that's me. No idea how it ranks, but you'll still have a good time. Even if you haven't caught up, I'll give it a strong four. Okay. Four. That seems fair. Okay. Cool. Ian, what do you think? How do you like Lost Metal? I think it was fine. (laughs) Okay. Um, a resounding fine. Yes. Um, (laughs) I would definitely rank it below Shadows of Self and Bands of Mourning. I think the book suffers from being from the whole being less than the sum of its parts. There are some very cool things here. As a complete work, it just it's fine. I stole this for the review that I haven't yet recorded for by the time we're recording this, but I think that's a very good characterization. Less than the sum of its parts. To give a little bit more context on my thoughts, it's like, this is fine for a Brandon book, which is still very good compared to many other books I have read. It's just, I I have higher expectations. I have higher expectations for Brandon, and it's like, didn't quite meet those this book. I don't think I'm quite that negative. I think that I am like a step above that, and that I would say for me, just talking about the plot, like I think Shadows of Self and Bands of Mourning are like top tier. Like those are, I really, really thought they were well written, and I think this, while being above Alloy plot wise, is a step below that. I think there is some stuff that I just didn't find as interesting. There's a lot to love in this book. I thought the character stuff was all really good and really strong uh, for everything. There was just one one of what I would say are the three major plot lines that I just was kind of disappointed with that didn't seem like it was, it felt like it was all set up. And I think a lot of the problems with this book like just tie back to the fact that it wasn't planned from the beginning and it is kind of this transition series. And so there are things that I w- that I was hoping to see resolved that I didn't get as much of. And just a couple of things that I hoped that we'd dig more into that ultimately Brandon wasn't interested in exploring as much. So, And Evgeny, what do you think? Uh, I am closer to David uh, with this. Um, in, in, in fact, I might be even less negative about 
about this book than than everyone else's because I am I I'm generally not very negative about Brandon books. Like there are very specific things in this book that I absolutely detest, and you will hear about them. <laughs> we'll hear about them. Yep. We'll get into it. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> overall, I liked the book. Um, it is difficult for me to compare it to the rest of Era 2 um, because it, it sounds fair to say that the plot was not as good as, as Shadows or Bands, but I... <sighs> All three of them are kind of in the same category. First of all, all of them are better than Alloy. Uh, but all of them are kind of in the same category. And it's a, it's a category of books where the ending doesn't land... You know the Brandon avalanche, right? It's, it's when all of the things come together and it's something that Brandon has been doing less and less over the years because he wants to like have a, a character climax here and then give the reader a moment to breathe, character climax there and things like that. That doesn't work for me as well as a traditional, like like an Elantris Avalanche or Warbreaker Avalanche. But I feel like much. most there is peak Brandon Avalanche. It is, it is it, and, and Oldbringer is great. Um, originally, I rated Rhythm of War higher than Oldbringer and I, and I, I think it still might be there, Interesting. but that is because there are other things in Rhythm of War that I really, really like. And so Lost Metal lives in kind of a similar space to, as, to Rhythm of War, where not everything comes together all at once. The climaxes are a little more spread out and that loses value for me. But also there are many other things in the Lost Metal, um, like deep dives and connections and things like that that are so exciting to me that they kind of make up for it, which makes this, this book feel very similar to Rhythm of War in, in all of these regards. So I would say I, I would rate it at a bands-ish level. Ooh, fascinating. I know that I rate bands higher than other people sometimes, but... Uh, I would say that Lost Metal is a discrete step below shadows and bands just on like like i love those books i think they're so tightly well plotted and just like they go through really effectively i think shadows is my favorite but like they're very different books in a way and they're they're both great for different reasons uh i did feel that one plot line in uh lost metal kind of was just like we're just kind of doing stuff. Uh, and then there was another plot line that was so much more exciting that I'm like, oh, we're right back to this other plot line. Like, yeah, it's fine, I guess. Uh, so. It, this didn't quite come together as well as Shadows and Bands for me. So I think it is a step below them. Uh, it's still pretty good. And so I, I do want to be clear that I quite enjoyed the book. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. if I'm comparing it against Shadows and Bands, which I really loved, uh, this isn't my... This doesn't top those for me. Lost Metal has a lot of legwork to do in that it's both concluding Era 2, but also setting up Era 3, which I feel like like Mistborn Era 1 didn't really need to do as much because it's like, all right, we're, yeah. we're destroying the world and like, well, there's new stuff, but like, 
there wasn't really that much setup. It's just like, well, the world still exists and back to normal, you know, whereas mm-hmm. this one, you know, it, it's a little different that we're not like nuking the entire world and things uh, there. So it's it's more tricky, right, to have a satisfactory conclusion. Uh, I will say I really liked the character endings for uh, this and like they they concluded the characters really well. I just think the plot was not as interesting to me like overall mm-hmm. uh there were a lot of really cool things though and we're going to talk about a lot of like really like 12 out of 10 exciting things like th- there's really cool stuff uh there, yeah. there's i thought it was great character work yeah. i think it was and great character work as well like yeah i think if you're, that's if you're a, a character reader oh i think you're gonna have a good time i yeah. i totally agree like there's some mm-hmm. fantastic character work uh here um there's Cosmere stuff. We've referred to that on the show before, and that stuff is really good, which I don't know if you're... I mean, you're listening to Shardcast, so maybe you're more in that, like, oh, the Cosmere stuff's really cool. But if you're less into that, I maybe that won't be as big of an impact, which definitely raises it for me. So I think it's uh, definitely a step above Alloy. I don't think it's too far below Shadows and Bands, but it is a step below Shadows and Bands. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm probably more where David is than where Ian is. Uh, I and and I, I I really like the ending of this book. There, there's some really cool stuff mm-hmm. uh, here. And even though there were like I can probably name like five or six different plot hooks for Era Three, where I'm like, well, this is going somewhere, which you really can't at the end of Era One. I think that it does do a good job, like capping off at least the characters of the series while leaving yeah. Yeah. a yeah. lot more, a lot more like, oh, this is going to be a thing in Era Three, and this is going to be a thing in Era Three. Yeah. One yeah. thing that did occur to me, like as we've been talking, is yeah. that like we were all like pretty big fans of shadows of self and bands of morning. I'm like, okay, like why are we putting mostly putting those above this book? And I think part of it is that they were written back to back. And so they work very well together, which just makes me more excited for era three because Brandon is intending on writing all three together, which I think will help make them a more cohesive. (sighs) whole. I think that's a good point, because like when he wrote Alloy, he like had some ideas. Right. And I, I do think mm-hmm. after that, he he like outlined these other books. I don't know how much he like specifically knew of Lost Metal uh, specifically, it, maybe just in the broadest of sense, whereas I think era three will get more of that era one these are all complementing together. We're getting them uh, soon yeah. after each other. Like it's been 11 years since Alloy. <laughs> That's not great. You know, like if you think about it, it's mm. Alloy came in 2011. So if you're a new reader and you got to read these era two books really close to each other, I imagine you like Luxury. these a lot better. <laughs> Luxury. Seriously. Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of interesting uh, not, not to get on a Skyward thing, but I think that, series is kind of clunky as well because it's not all like perfectly outlined together i think that series is a little disjointed i think era 2 is much more consistent in tone in style and things uh but it doesn't feel like as planned as like era one right uh and i think that's obvious right and it's also not as ambitious so 
Is it time to go into some uh, spoilery thoughts? I think Please. I think spoilers yeah. for for everything. We we are holding back so much here. <laughs> so, all right, if you have not read the book, get out of here because I think we're going to have some major spoilers that we're really excited to talk about like immediately. It's just mm-hmm. so you know, leave right now. What what do you guys want to talk about first? Because uh, I have a thing that I want to talk about first. That was, that like I did not expect Brandon to go so hard in it, even though like Brandon and Peter were like, "Oh, there's some Cosmere stuff." Talking about the ghost blood, the oh, ghost bloods. Like it's a good spot to start. Like yeah. that's okay. They were a highlight of the book for me for sure. It, it, like this this was the plot line that I'm like, this is like the best part of the entire book. Like oh, holy crap. Yeah. And, and like Wax and Wayne by comparison was like it's fine uh, but like Marassi's plot was so much cooler and guys we get to see Shy again oh it's so good oh my god <laughs> realizing that so it was Shy was one of the, my favorite it, moments of like it's so her good. I've been waiting for her to show up again because I thought like before this book I thought it was just a dream I was like oh that wouldn't be nice to see Shia again and then here she is she's here she's like she's not even being introduced to stuff she's in she's in it she's already involved and getting getting she's a secondary character yeah she's a secondary Mm -hmm. character her feet are fully wet she's not wading into the pool she's swimming in the deep end she is in it I, I did not expect that uh, just to yeah. see Shy again no. so prominently. Yeah, and I think it's better that way. Like, we've seen so many characters be introduced to the costume. We don't need to see Shy go, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. You know, like, we, it's she's much like, more fun. She or, like, caught up with Lloyd. Lloyd and just she, caught like, up, yeah, up? she caught up with him like she said she was going to do. And that happened off screen, I guess. But it's sort of like they're, they're like, there. I'm watching you at each other. in the trucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that give, was a great scene. They give each other the, hey. <laughs> I know what's on. going on here. So, <laughs> let's let's put the let's put the meme of the oh god is oh, oh my oh, god the umbrella it's academy. So but like, how cool is the ghost blood stuff? I mean, we learn about all the yeah. autonomy stuff, which is great to get like the wobs that we sort of knew. If if you're like in the fandom, it's like in the book. Hell yeah, love it. Also, we were totally right; it was autonomy. So I think that's fairly was fairly confirmed. But look, I remember. 2017 and 2018 it's like oh it's odium stuff I'm like no it wasn't we were totally right so there uh so there yeah you know <laughs> and this 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 goes all the way back to a to a wow that was like it's a shard that we've seen yeah oh, yeah it was a long process of elimination oh yeah yeah it, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah yes i remember that so, like what's the metal in, in and they called it trellium cute because that's what the yeah. yeah yeah but we see marsh who's amazing love marsh so much so good scene of him just like how do you how'd you do that drowman in practice it's just like marsh gives like no craps about anything it's so good and it's the biggest flex i know and he is still so mean to himself like he's still like yeah i almost destroyed this world and you're like it has been 300 years man like (laughs) save the planet and he's still just going like i could just give more i think (laughs) <laughs> and we see Kelsier mm-hmm. on screen and he's green he's back when we went to the ghost blood manor like those chapters so good because i, I don't know if you guys noticed uh, an, an elantrian there kais of uh, she's not an elantrian she's from elantris oh well. she's from elantris yeah. yes sorry yes yeah. her brother's yeah. the elantrian yeah yeah. yeah but 
She's there. She has a seon. We have uh she have, she's the protagonist of Elantris 2. Yes, that's true. Like, yeah. like one of the protagonists. Yeah, that's that's totally confirmed. Like that's she also crazy. has the best code name. <laughs> code names are stupid. Code I love her. It's so good. And then it we cracked me up so much. So good. Because Kelsier loves it, but it's like, ah, okay, the code names are stupid. Long story, code names are stupid. Um we see Twin Soul, who has Aethers, and so welcome. This is the introduction to Aethers. Uh, so it's very interesting how like there are these Cosmere connections as like, oh, this is from a previous world, but the Aether stuff, there's no other book. Like it's this book that you're learning. It's this book. Yeah, uh, he's been talking about wanting to do like a pre cameo before because he's like, they're all retroactive. Yeah. People are like, oh, this happened. Oh, OK. And now he's finally slipped something in before he can do the planet, yeah. which is kind of. Fun to yeah. See. Yeah. Because because all of them. I, well, I don't know about all. of Well, except for like the offhanded, like Dragon's Theo and Aether mentions in in Raze's collection. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the, the cameos and and. um and Easter eggs have been here's something from a previous book or a previous series that we've published. And so now that flips it. Now and there's cool. Aethers, which which I think is cool because I think in Rhythm of War, people criticize like the Vasher Kaladin fight there. I mean, Vasher also like nopes out of the rest of the book, which is a little weird, admittedly. But uh, it's like, ah, oh, does this really work if you haven't read the stuff before? Or Brandon's just like, well, you know, there's Aethers and we're just going to explain it here. And Marasi's going to learn with you as the reader as to what's going on. And then purified door. <laughs> Pure investiture. OK. Like, what does that even mean, Brandon? And then autonomy <laughs> just dumping a perpendicularity. Somehow, what does Shai say, like, beyond all reason or something like that? Beyond all reason, autonomy manages yeah. to have these perpendicularities. That's crazy. Yeah, it's something it's something that she apparently does, uh, you know, if not often, then regularly. And then they don't understand how it works, which is fitting because we also yeah, don't understand yeah. how it works. I do love that so much about autonomy in this book is like characters who know more about autonomy than we do are just like yeah autonomy doesn't make sense like <laughs> harmony says that the ghost blood say that <laughs> telson is like yeah autonomy's weird she's and then she's autonomous she's doing her own thing she's doing her own thing and then autonomy shows up to wax and she's like no one gets me you get me though <laughs> <laughs> it's like Best oh you. man you would be so good wax if you if you didn't if harmony didn't get to you first you know, Telson doesn't really understand me. Or Telson. Think... <laughs> Anytime Telson. where there's those red glowy eyes and like wax is communicating, like both with Telson, but especially autonomy. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff there. And it's really exciting. But yeah, I, I really think that the Marasi plotline and we'll, we'll go into so more details. Good. It, it, the Marasi plotline was so good and interesting. Like as soon as we like get to the Ghostblood's headquarters, all the way to the end of that, I'm just I like, think, this is the best. I think part of it was like Marasi gets all like the cool new stuff. Like even at the very beginning in part one, like getting to see her use like the grenades and stuff. Yes. I would. That's when I was immediately hooked on like, oh, cool new magic thing. Like it was a great mm -hmm. fight scene where her and her and Wayne are going through like 
I was just like looking at her to use this, like this new power. It's a, it's an old power, but in a new way, I was just like everything that she gets to do in this book or learn in this book is like so good and refreshing. Like, sorry. To, oh, I guess like wax gets like the scene where they're trying to like break the metal. They're trying to split harmonium. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's the plot in the name of the book here. That's the plot in the name of the book. <laughs> so he, he gets that, but it felt like everything Morassi got to do was so cool and new and awesome. And it's fitting that Morassi gets all of the new and exciting things. Because to a certain extent, Wax and Wayne are the old guard. It's like they've been doing this for a very long time. Whereas like she's the young, like not quite as young and plucky as she was in um, Alloy of Law. Like she's been doing this for a decent chunk of time, but like she is still the young lawkeeper she's in a prime blazing a new trail i think that does contribute to some of like the uneven interest though because then morassi mm-hmm. gets all the cool stuff and then you're back at wax and wine which is in the middle and then you get a steris and you're like oh yeah steris is in this book <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i i did like steris's stuff but there wasn't a lot oh. of it i didn't like it you didn't I like think it, it would have yeah. worked worse if there was more well, I mean, that's true. I, I guess I could just see the critique that it's like, I wish Steris, like there was more substance to what Steris is doing. Because yeah, like, like she kind of what, vanishes what for doing, large parts of the book, right? What she's doing is very important to her as the character. Mm-hmm. It is not, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it is not as important as, you know, stopping all of the bombs and things like that. Uh, she is saving lives but in a in a kind of a not exciting way in a, in a way that doesn't really like you don't write books about people evacuating from a city well you can when the danger um, is not even here yeah yeah you can do it and uh i like i i think it's i actually do think it's a great premise because i'm like ooh infrastructure ooh like she's inventing like the concept of like emergency services but it's, i'm more like steris in that like i think this is i think this yeah. is a good plot it's just uh i agree there shouldn't have been more of it yeah, it's like the the issue with Steris's whole plotline is like it's pretty much there so they can have that whole scene with the band, <laughs> yeah. which is pro- setting up for Era yeah. Three, and it's that rare. scene just does not work. Oh my god, I hated that scene so I, much. I was so angry. I I disagree. I actually disagree strongly with that. Okay, that's um, great. I think that is a very important scene that mm-hmm. Brandon wants in there. But those, like, Steris's plot is there for the sake of Steris's plot. Like, her character after Bands mm-hmm. was close to being complete, but, like, there was more to her journey, to her acceptance of herself and her skills and so on. And, and that's what these things do. Um, we've gone I- from Bands, where Wax and Mercy, and to a small extent Wayne, begin to appreciate her uh, or continue to appreciate her to a situation where the city of Ellendale is like, oh, yeah, this this lady, she knows her stuff. Yeah, I that, that is fair. That, but I don't find it that. Interesting, the way I look at it, I think, is a little bit like I feel like a bunch of characters had their character, like their character peak, their character arc conclude in Bands of Mourning. And I think Wax is an example of that, where this essentially serves as like a wrap up for him like he's he's kind of seen his his moment he's he's experienced his realization that he can be responsible and be a lawman and in a similar way 
I think Steris Art also had that realization where she, you know, she rates herself as what, like a 7% usefulness. And then because of her planning, ultimately does like save the day and like allow basically nothing like suit would have won without her pre-planning. And so for me, that was a big moment. And I guess I just didn't really get a lot from the larger like realization of everyone saying, oh, Stairs, you're great because she is great. But like, I feel like she already she already knew that. So I didn't I didn't feel like she needed to learn that again. Uh, I kind of disagree in the fact like I do think it's valuable to get that kind of external validation because it's one thing to like have to fight against the world to say like, no, I'm, you, you're always fighting to say, no, I'm worth it. I'm good at this. I'm, you know, and it's, and it's another to have to finally have the world agree with you. And then so you don't have to be fighting anymore. Um, but something that you were saying about like this being like the resolution of some some character arcs were already resolved before this book that really struck me in terms of what we were just saying about Morassi. like this almost felt like the the baton handoff from wax to Morassi in a sense mm-hmm. like obviously Mar- like Morassi's isn't exactly getting another story after this either but that's kind of what it felt like like the the handing off of like the the what's important wax is like no i want to be done this was this was his book of saying i'm i'm done i don't want any more of this and this was marassi saying no i want more um and that's kind of Mm -hmm. the thematic handoff between between who who's going to take over for who's going to take over now and like wax's arc is weird i think in this book because i think wax had such a big character arc in bands Mm -hmm. with like coming to terms with harmony that it's like Mm -hmm. his arc is like all right, I guess we got to do one last job, you know, like yeah, that, that sort of time, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. like, yeah, like I, really, I, Wayne's the main character, not really Wax yeah. in this one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, and I kind of had an issue with Wax because it felt like a lot of the things he was dealing with were things that got resolved at the end of Bands. Like, I can see I that. kind of the impression I got at the end of Bands was like he had come to terms with harmony and now he's just angry at harmony again. And I'm like, I thought we resolved this last book. Like this feels like post trauma of like, there's still like, this is a real more realistic way of like, there's always something to, to be dealing with in terms of yeah emotionally. There's yeah. always something to be dealt with. Like, yeah, it's just, it just feels like too much. Like he's like refused all contact with harmony. <laughs> Like, I feel like, yes, like you've said, like, I don't want to work for you anymore at the end of Band's Morning. Completely fair. I feel like at least if Harmony sends you a message, you should at least listen to what it is. Maybe he has a good reason. Like, you can say, like, no, I don't want to work with you because Harmony did try to reach out like a year ago maybe before the sets plan was like right at the very end like maybe you should have picked up that call wax yeah harmony tried to reach out so like (laughs) that was not the best call there buddy and i'm just (laughs) i have to be wax though like the world is full of metal porn he's he used mercy before you know like he has yeah and so i do think that I do think that Wax didn't feel that angry to me. Wax felt more like he and Harmony were at a good place, but like he and Harmony had, he had that realization where, you know, he's always doing his like freedom or duty, you know, like his whole thing. And then he had that realization that, Oh, like I can embrace my duty and it can be an adventure. And he's done that. That's what he's been doing for six years. And then Harmony comes along again and is like, 
hey, do you want to come on another shoot 'em up? You know, he knows what that what Harmony's offer means. And he's like, no, like I'm doing what mm-hmm. you told me to do, man. You know, like he's like, it's just not really like I, 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 if I were Wax, I wouldn't really have anything to say to Harmony. Like they're good, but they're not like, they're like, not they going to be have, best buds, they, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cordial, but not friendly. Like, because mm-hmm. throughout bands, there is active anger on, and on that's Wax's gone. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, and that, and that's gone. Now it's like, hey man, you, you, you messed up with my life. Yeah, we kind of we kind of kissed and made up, but also we're not back to being buddy buddies. And I think it's fair when the person you're working for makes you shoot your own wife uh, and keeps that from you that you're like, I'm not thrilled about that. And it's like, a- twice, Darius <laughs> did not get shot in this book. That's good. Five out of five stars. There's 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 still time between era two and era three. Because oh, no. I very much agree with what Harmony did. I like I I understand Harmony's rationale one hundred percent. I'm like, yeah, fair. So in this book, it's like wax. It just like it feels like this had already been resolved. And it's like, why are we rehashing this? Because like obviously Harmony, like yeah, Harmony did a, a terrible thing, but like that was the least bad thing Harmony could have done. Yeah, but it's still... This is about emotions. This isn't like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's still a bad thing, right? Wax (laughs) understands that there was no... Like, this was the best course of action, but all of the courses of action, including the best one, were bad. And so you don't want to... Like, you want to distance yourself from, like, situations like these. He understands, maybe he forgives, but that doesn't mean that he is happy to go back and like, yeah. mm-hmm. I think for me, this is a like, this may be realistic. This was not interesting for me. Part one, it just I, felt like he got, it didn't feel like he was like constantly pushing it off. It felt like there's enough interesting things happening in part one, like splitting harmonium uh and all of that kind of stuff like he got to it like actually i felt in pretty good time like when there was actually a the first breather moment it felt like he got that little like oh okay i'll talk to harmony uh resolved it, it felt like to me yeah it felt like also just kind of like in part just because brandon like a little bit of the story needing to happen this way you know like it doesn't work if if wax picked up harmony's call a year ago because then <laughs> yeah. this doesn't happen. you know wax yeah. needs to not answer the phone call yeah. yeah would i be right ian in that like it's not fun because it just feels very similar to what wax was doing in bands yeah it's like and- narratively it's like i've seen this before okay. personally like it that's fair i think it would have worked better if like harmony had tried to like hadn't reached out a year ago is like he was trying to resolve it other ways and it's just like okay yeah. and it just reached a point where I it's definitely like, need hey like we, we need you like yeah. there is no other option like i tried everything i could I, I, no one it, else can it, do this and that would play nicely with kelsier's epilogue which mm-hmm. I, I am very pleased i can say these words <laughs> that Kelsier epilogue was the, Kelsier the epilogue. best epilogue. Um, like I, I loved the era two characters and stuff, but like seeing Kelsier and Seizen talk, like oh, no, oh it's, it's, it's so good. It's so powerful. It's it is so, so powerful. good. Uh, but in it, yeah. in it, uh, one of the things that happens is he calls Harmony out. He's like, 
hey, you you waited too long. This was down to the minute. You messed up. I and had it like, in hand. I had like, it. I had. Like, did you? <laughs> did you have it in hand? You're lucky that it all worked out this way. Yeah. And you you can feel the weight of history there. You know, it's so good. I I agree that it would have been it 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 would have worked nicely to like tie in oh harmony thought he had it in hand and he was trying other things and they just weren't working and so as a as a last ditch effort he's like hey wax hey my loyal sword go stab some people with a shotgun it is amusing though like just in the book that we got that it's just Oh yeah, Wax just didn't pick up the call when it's like really bad stuff's happening. Like, mm, I don't know if that was the best call there, Wax, but okay, this is so. Why did it happen? So the book could happen. Like that's the real story, right? But, but, but also, but also, you could make the argument that Harmony like could have been more insistent. Like, I mean, he, he probably should have like, hey. been more insistent rather than trying to respect Wax's wishes. Yeah, like, that probably would have been a better plan for sure. I- I think it's interesting just like having listened just listening to us talk to that Harmony didn't reach out to Kelsier really. You know, like Kelsier is well positioned to do something and he's like, Oh well get agents in the city. Open question how much the Ghost Bloods knew. Like uh, when I was going through this uh, a second time, uh, I was really struck with how many comments the Ghost Bloods and Condra had that like they are not on really good terms. Like there, there's a lot of references to how like Vendel like is like I can't talk about the ghost blood symbol. I'm forbidden to talk about it. Uh, there, there's a bunch of lines that where the ghost bloods are like, if we work too much out in the open, like a lot of groups, including Harmony, will like get us. It's like whoa, they, they're not on good terms at all, which is really interesting. And I want to see a lot more of that dynamic. Yeah. Like, that's really core, fascinating stuff of like, and what did you two free. do? And then there's the stool comment with like, you know, says oh, the, the, the try the three legged stool and like Marsh is really important to that. So like, how does that mm-hmm. relationship all work? <laughs> Very interesting. And does this confirm at long last that Spook is in fact dead? I think it does. I think it does. Because I think Spook would be part of that. Uh, if, like, I, I suppose you could say it's like, well, you know, the old crew, they always shaft Spook. So <laughs> maybe he's not in the same tier as Kelsey or Marsh Sazed. But, like, I, I, if he was still around, I think they, they would talk, right? They would be part of this old crew. And Marsh seemed to be like, well, it's like they're the only three that are left from the crew oh, so i yeah although yeah. they're not they aren't counting 10 soon either although to be fair i guess only Sazed was tight with him but <laughs> and Vin. the old crew here is very much the final empire crew yeah not what came after yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, Kelsier. but and, and let's be fair like we wouldn't count spook on the same tier as i mean that's, Marsh, in, right? if you're thinking of final empire crew yes but like Spook really grew uh, in there. Go watch our Hero of Ages span reads uh, or Cosmere Beefs or anything where Ian gets to talk about Spook and you can learn more about his opinion about Spook. But like, I I, th- I think they're dead. I think Spook had a long life. I think he's dead now uh, for sure. Um, I this book definitely made me 
really want a Mistborn Secret History 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which, who knows if that will ever yeah. happen. Yeah. If there I will be time kind of begs for that. For one. There's it is, so many it questions. Like, even, even outside of the questions, it is, it is astonishing how much essentially nostalgic power there is to like seeing Marsh and seeing Kelsier and seeing Says on screen. It really is. And mm-hmm. I, I had, when I was going through the book, I was getting concerned that my top 10 had a lot of moments that were like Cosmere stuff, Kelsier stuff, <laughs> and not a lot of the Era 2 character stuff. But I will say, that stuff is pretty good. Uh, and I've got to say, especially Wayne, like in when I reread uh, Era 2 uh, in preparation for this, I found that I disliked Wayne a lot less and th- like less than I remembered. Like I remembered him being more annoying than he actually was, which was really good. Did you reread the rest of Era 2 before or after the Lost Metal? Before. Okay. Yeah, so before, so in prep for Lost Metal, I reread all of Era 2. And, and then this book, we really get the things that I think we've been saying all along, some character development for Wayne. And like, this is Wayne's big arc. And like, I don't yeah. think Brandon could have done it earlier. Like, I feel like Wayne, Wayne in Era 2, I think oh, at a high level, worked out really well. I think mm-hmm. because it's like he he grew and grew uh, and this was the book where it's like, OK, it's time for Wayne getting his big character arc and coming to terms with himself. And he's been slowly doing that, like more in bands. He right? was so good in this book. It was um, really good. And yeah. he got to be the big damn hero. And that was so good. <laughs> also, like a thing from the beginning, him just turning out to be super rich. It's like as soon as like, we started getting dimensions of like <laughs> the, the two guys in suits like coming and like and like everyone assumes like they're trying to collect money. I'm like, I was immediately like, no, like he's super rich or something. So like when we got the scene, I'm like, yes, especially with like, oh, you really invested in electricity. That was a good bet. It's like, yeah, I bet it was <laughs> like that was yeah. so funny. Master Wayne. Yeah, Which, Master Wayne is, is just <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Yeah, um, the electricity thing. Is is actually something I, I really like as a small shout out to um, uh, Back to Shadows. Yep. When he was <laughs> pretending to be the Skadrian uh, mm-hmm. Edison, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Skadrian Tesla's daughter approached him and yep. they had a conversation. He's like, "Oh, that's okay. Yeah, the, the guy, the guy I'm pretending to be is kind of a jerk. I, I should um, I should deal with that. <laughs> yeah, like oh. that was really good, right?" And uh, another like tiny, tiny thing. Wayne invents organized team sports. Yep. <laughs> True. <laughs> Nose bull. This was ages and ages ago. Like there was um an Atlanta signing. Yep. And Bra- like it and uh Ben McSweeney was there and like they were having a conversation. And Brennan like made a point to say it's like there are no organized sports on Skadriel. That's a plot point. <laughs> and to just finally see the fruition of what that meant. Cause it's like, what does that mean, Brandon? <laughs> How is organized sports going to be a plot point? It's like a this. very minor one. I 
I will mm-hmm. say that Wayne scene. I loved the investors like Master Wayne. You just have too much money. It was just so funny. And to, like you have to diversify. You have to diversify. It was so much better than at the beginning of bands of the wacky Wayne hijinks that I yeah absolutely oh hate. Whereas God. like this scene where Wayne's like, okay, I'm gonna put on the hat and be rich person Wayne and go through yeah. that. That was legitimately really fun. Uh and I don't know. Wayne just really clicked for me here. And I mm-hmm. it was so good to see him like be friends with Renette and stuff. Oh, so good. So you mentioned the hat and, yes. and I and I like that. And it was yes. quite nice that he, he put like a like an accountant's hat and he's like, OK, well, now, now I'm going to talk all fantasy and stuff. Yeah. That reminds me uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that that reminds me of his very last scene, right? Yep. Or almost the last mm-hmm. scene. In, in which he, he quote unquote puts on Sazed's hat. And, I don't wear uh, a hat. It's like, well, come up with something. <laughs> and well, so the, the moment the moment after that, like when when uh, Harmony gives him like the terrace earrings mm-hmm. and his accent switching and going, uh, I, 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 I might I might remember that off the top of my head. Hold on to your robes, dear friend. You haven't seen anything like this. I think. I think I noticed that it was like the I think at the end, and I was like, <gasps> "Oh, I kind oh of God, missed I that too." That. I'm like, yes, yes. It good. It stood out so much, and I was oh, like, "Oh, it's so good." <sighs> Wayne that with the great. God hat on. God <laughs> hat, yeah. I am an avowed Wayne hater. Okay, long, long-standing Wayne hater, and I thought he was Still? really good. Fuck. You were oh, really okay. good. Was really nice. good in this book. I thought. Yeah, I he he did everything I needed to see from Wayne um, because I've been very upset about Wayne in the past. I don't think this is a big secret. Nope. But yeah, I'm with David in that. It's like, oh yeah, he did everything that needed to happen for Wayne happened in this book. It was so good. You know, he he finally resolved his whole thing with going to see this poor yes. girl who of like the daughter of the man he shot, and I'm like, yeah. Thank you for like facing this issue head on, Wayne. I'm really proud of you. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, off screen. Like they on. had a conversation. He and Renette had had the talk and they challenged him about it. And yeah. he was like, all right, all right. And it is all it was, about like that Wayne hadn't forgiven himself, right? Like he's punishing himself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you it was don't everything need I needed to, do to that. see. They pointed out that it was a, he was making it about him, not about her. Yep. I was yep. like, literally, it was as if Brandon had like read what I, obviously he's <laughs> never read what I wrote about Wayne, but it was like everything that I've ever had a problem with. It was like completely resolved in text explicitly. Excellent. I think that must have just been the plan that like Brandon knew that like Wayne is a flawed character and I need to deal with that. Right. It's just I mean, Brandon, Brandon clearly like has known what the problem is with like Wayne just repeatedly going to this girl. Yeah, it felt like extremely planned. It felt it it didn't feel like, oops, I need to fix Wayne here at the end. It felt like this was always going to be what he needed to understand and learn. It was great. That compared with like wax where like wax is sort of he doesn't really have a character arc too much in this he's, in, book. Like, he's just like in endgame mode like he like he's yeah. realizing that he doesn't miss it and when that's and like that's fun but yeah, yeah he's but not like, really changing not, yeah there's not much yeah. going on there whereas like in the wax and wayne plot line in part three wayne is the person getting the character development for sure right yeah mm-hmm. uh so i have a question for all of us okay uh while we are still on the wayne yes mm. The, the Wayne train, if you will. Ooh, the Wayne um, train. 
there was so there there's a strong through line in this book about Wayne hiding his pain and and just presenting a jovial face and then uh what's her face Gertrude Gertruda Gertruda, Gertruda. Uh, not understanding the whole pain thing so I have seen people speculate that this is the case with Wayne that he is forcing himself to present a jovial side um. I've seen this before Lost Metal. Like people have picked up on this or thought they've picked up on it in the previous three books. Yeah. I did not. Like oh, this okay. is not the picture I've had of Wayne. Yeah. And so him presenting this side is I like this version of Wayne better than the version that I've had in my head throughout the first three books. But it also blind blindsided me a little. It felt like hmm. This was not something that was set up in the first three books. And now we are trying to almost retroactively kind of catch up the reader on this is what's actually been happening in Wayne's head. Interesting. I, Which I definitely I am. Yeah. I'm a pretty dumb reader. Like, I don't I don't pick up a lot of these things. I am Cosmere curious. Things you pick the, up. <laughs> character things. Not so I, I did feel like I this was something I always knew. It's sort of the the what's it called? The trope archetype um of like the sad clown it's like the the people who are like really fighting to be the funny person in the room yeah or like usually are like the ones who have like the really tragic and they're always like trying to hide it it's like a mask um yeah. and so like this always felt like it especially because we already knew these things about wayne like he has this guilt about like he can't hold a gun and his and his like in his handshake mm-hmm. when he when he does it and he he he's punishing himself with this girl it always it, it did feel quite clear to me in the first three books so like this what this was uh I, it didn't feel like this was the reveal of wayne this just felt like he was finally facing it to me i, I think yeah i think that's right on i think the gun thing is a big is like a big evidence that there's something Trauma. really strong going on. Yeah. And I think yeah, like yeah. when you look at when he turns on his zaniest part of his persona, like now that mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it, it's in Shadows when he's going to see the daughter of the man he killed and in Bands where he's going to tell Renette that he's going to leave her alone, which is weird as that is, it's something he doesn't want to do. And so both times uh, he, he's kind of psyching himself up to go do something he doesn't want to do, he goes like zany. And now he is mm-hmm. being a little more, mm-hmm. and a little more honest about that he's experiencing pain. And I, I think what Arjun is picking up is that like for the first three books, it was subtext, whereas now it's just text. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's like if you've missed it, like here's what's actually going on. If you yeah. already, if you picked up on the subtext, like you already know all of this. And I think it works well either way. That, that was exactly what I was going to say, Ian. Like, this is the book where it's shown a spotlight on it. And I don't know if I would have picked up on it if I hadn't been doing Shardcast and, like, really analyzing Wayne. Because, like, before, like, in 2015, 2016, I'm like, oh, I mean, Wayne's fun, maybe a little too zany. And, and it didn't get too much deeper for me. And then in Shardcast, I'm like, oh, he is a deep character. I need some more character development for him. And this is what we got. So I'm like, oh, interesting. At, at a high level, I really liked it. And admittedly, Shannon, before we did like Cosmere Beefs, it didn't even grok to me that Wayne treated yeah. women so poorly. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's a massive problem, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know? because the thing is, I love this character archetype. I love this sad clown. It's sort of like, I, 
it, it didn't even occur to me that this was only subtext because like that felt like me, maybe I'm just a subtext reader. I don't know. But like it felt like right for, obvious from the beginning. And I love that kind of character. It was just, oh, he's such a jerk to women. And he like that, that really like it was so disappointing because I love the archetype that that Wayne is. Um, I was like, yes, let's I can't wait for the mask to come down and for like the the real the real Wayne to come through and like, let's see it. Let's see happen. But um, it was just he was such a jerk in like some other ways that I was like, oh, he, this he's ruined. That's um, not a mask. <laughs> he's ruined. He's just a jerk. Definitely in my reread. It was I, I did pick up on those things, but just yeah. like yeah. in my first read, yeah. I'm usually blazing through these books really fast uh, here. Mm. And uh, to actually touch on like the subtext versus text thing is like I think the same thing happens with Steris like oh. in Alloy yeah. and Shadows of Self like it's she does fly under the radar for a lot of people yeah. where it's like if you're looking like you can see like what's going on with her the band and then the in Band's Morning it's like it Brent is like okay like here's what stairs actually is if you've missed everything i've been laying okay. down in alloy and shadows yeah so mm -hmm. what did you guys think of wayne's death because he dies yes <gasps> i know i was i saw it coming throughout the whole book mm -hmm. and i was hoping to be wrong um and it was one of these it was one of these deaths because usually I'm, I'm so opposed i'm like the others shouldn't kill people in D and D games, people shouldn't die. I'm like, I'm very opposed to character death in general, but um, this one actually felt like really, it was the whole arc. I usually don't go in for like death is like a proper conclusion to a character arc, but this one just felt like, oh, this is this is okay. I think like the people he's leaving behind are going to be okay. I think Wayne, Wayne himself is okay. It was great that he actually gets a moment post death hanging out with God, and he gets like. Who, who 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 gets character denouement like after you've died it's it's amazing it's like it, it happens it happens a little bit in the cosmere but it's it's one of the best parts of the cosmere that you can have those moments yeah. i feel like you can, oh, yeah. yeah you're going to you're you're dead now and um how are you feeling get an and, entire and, book <laughs> and Wayne, uh, you know it was the fact that wayne was okay that like kind of made me feel like I wasn't as devastated as I thought I was going to be. I thought I might have been more angry or I was very sad. Um, I was like, I think like of most people, I think I was most sad for Marassi because like she and Wayne actually yeah. had, they had an existing partnership and like they were, they were probably in each other's lives more often than even like wax at this point. Um, mm -hmm. Like they were, they, they saw each other every day. They were working together. Yeah. You know, it was I mean, wax. Wax was a lot more accepting of the, like he was right next to the explosion and he was a lot more okay with it than, Marisy was yeah, when she, she heard that. Okay. Like she was in complete denial. Complete denial. And so like I felt most sad for Marassi on on the whole Wayne piece because it was like, oh man, like she's gonna be so hurt. She's gonna be yeah. so all that. But then Wayne was like he was like uh, being really inappropriate with God and being like, okay, I gotta, I gotta think of a really good question. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's like, don't make this skeevy. Yeah. Don't make this skeevy, Wayne. What does Renette always tells you? <laughs> the other thing, the other thing, Wayne. The other thing she tells you. It was good. So that was kind of like, you know, in like the, there's this whole idea about like when you witness, like you go to a play that's a tragedy, kind of what helps the audience 
get back to reality is like when they come out onto onto the stage afterwards and give the bow it's sort of like this little transition moment after the story to let you to remind you that okay now this is over um this you're you're we're coming back to real life remember these are actors and everything is going to be okay now and it kind of was like felt like that that's the same purpose of it it's mm-hmm. he died and that's his story but now remember the story is bigger than this and he's going to be fine and it was transition yeah. the thing i like about it and it's, it's very much like wayne is okay with it is an important part of it and i think it's it's the ending wayne would have wanted for himself he chose it um, oh, yeah it, 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 the, biggest <laughs> the biggest bang <laughs> but the uh, but the other thing is it's like it was him and wax at the end and he saved Wax like Wax saved him all those yeah. years ago. Yeah. It's like you have a wife and a family. I'm going to save you. As, as opposed to like, he, it's also like a good parallel to like the man with a wife and family he killed. That sure. kind of mm. sent him down. It's like, it's like I don't nice need you for this. moment that I just thought of. He bookends, bookended it. <laughs> I, I like the end of the end for Wayne. I'm always sad when a character kind of like overcomes like something that is like a great source of pain to them. And they and then doesn't get to kind of like and go on. Thing. Like, you know, like Wayne, like Wayne was so, felt so guilty and just kind of felt so self-loathing for so long that it is always sad for me that you don't get, he doesn't get to live life yeah. a little more joyfully. And like that's, but that's what happens when people die, you know, like that's kind of the cost is that that's why there is a sacrifice to this. So I think that, Ultimately, it still works. I did always like the theory that Harmony would transform a dying Wayne into a Chandra. I think that that would have been a great thing for him to do if he hadn't been literally blown to smithereens and it would have been unsurvivable. Yeah, I so, guess <laughs> literally can't. Yeah. But I always thought that would have been fun. But no, I think I think it was I think it was it, it was well done. It's always tricky because either I mean. I guess there's three choices. Don't kill Wayne. Or if you do kill Wayne, like, does he resolve his character arc or not? And like, I think it's more satisfying if he does resolve his character arc, right? Uh, rather For than sure. we kill him and he's still in the loathing and pain. It's like, way that more would tragic. Be that would yeah. be way more tragic if he dies oh, yeah. and he still never got to. Yeah, I really liked uh, his death. It just in the whole book, Wayne's like, no, I am the best with Ben Deloy and the line with Harmony where it's like, I thought I was bringing wax back, but it turns out I really needed you here. And I was like, shivers so good. And like, basically probably the only person who could have done that would be Wayne. And I Mm -hmm. felt that was really awesome. And, Mm -hmm. and he did make the choice to do it. Like there was a chance that something else would have worked, but Wayne's like, no, I'm, I'm doing this. This is the right. Yeah. The alternative was not great. Like no, it was, it was a bad choice. I think it was like 1% or Yeah. The thing that I, that I liked the most. So I would say the death field or felt very appropriate. And, and I don't know if I can describe why that is, but reading it was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is a good end to a character arc. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my, my favorite thing about it, though, is the way it essentially bookends the book when you look at the prologue. In the prologue, Wayne's mom tells him a story and, and 
or uh, well, the story ends and she quotes a poem saying, you're whatever you want to be, Wayne. You're the wind, you're the stars, you are all the endless yeah. things. And then Wayne's last chapter ends with, uh, well, he, he's like, I knew you'd glow, which is a callback to another thing where he's like, yeah. oh, I think harmony is going to glow. And then he goes with that. Wayne stretched into another place, into another time. He stretched into the wind, into the stars. Oh, I missed that. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. That's that's good. Like, Brandon is not known for, like, poetic prose or anything like that. But But every now and then, (laughs) every now and then, he does a thing. And I'm like, oh. He does it very intentionally. He doesn't do it, like, all the the time. And, like, when... Mm. He knows when it is very appropriate to do, and yeah. it has yeah. an impact, which I like. And when he does it, it lands so well. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like at a death when, scene, you want to be poetic, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think that sometimes he, want, like, he wants to do a little more of it, because he, he said before, like, I get told, you can't be Gene Wolfe for one paragraph, Brandon. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, that, that happens once. But yeah, I, I, I like that quite a lot. And I also liked kind of the post-mortem hey, Wayne is taking care of the people that he knows or now realizes that he's wronged throughout his life. Uh, yeah. He leaves a bunch of money to... Um, Aleandre. Aurian or Aleandre? Aleandre. Aleandre. The girl, right? Which, by the <laughs> way, like her POV with like the, the scenario she's in That's where sad. her landlady is a complete asshole. Like... Mm-hmm. And like her so, dreams are destroyed and things. And like, like oh. just screw everything about this situation. Mm-hmm. Yes, Wayne, give her like, make her, what was it, like the third richest Fourth. person in I the basement or whatever. Which was great. And she's just like, what? What? <laughs> which means and, Wayne was the fourth richest person in the yeah. basin. Like, yep. Like, at least, I, at least because he doesn't give her all of it. Yeah, right. he gives true. the vast majority of Which it. Is, yeah, it, but he's also got provisions for Renette and like for her to like. He, he's got he's land for, for her. all of them. Yeah, that, yeah. That's but so I think funny. those things are mostly just a drop in the bucket. Oh sure, sure. Yeah. I got. sure. Um, but I did like those kind of. Okay, he's mm-hmm. he's taking care of these. He these gave Marassi his hat. Yeah, <laughs> the lucky hat. Yeah. Oh, and I like the Aleandra note. That's just sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh. which is like, you know what? Don't say anything more, Wayne. That's that's for the best. You <laughs> like did it. You yeah. did it. Congrats. Yeah, Great. yeah. That's so, that. You don't need to say more. It was so short. I was reading quickly as I got to that part, and I was like, "Wait, where was the note?" Like I had to like. I was just sorry. That's always my trouble with Brandon endings because I'm just so pumped and I'm just like blazing through it. You know, Wayne. Brandon did such a good job with Wayne that I just. I love how he did it through all these era two books like mm-hmm. that was planned, yeah. which is interesting because he usually doesn't plan character arcs that much, really. Right. He usually does discovery uh, yeah. work with characters, whereas this feel, felt very deliberate. I mean, he probably That'd didn't know like exactly how this. Him. Yeah, I don't know how much he planned. Probably not a lot of the specifics in Lost Metal, but he, he clearly knew the shape of this, I feel like. Cool, friends. Well, we talked about, I mean, we, we barely got into any anything, really. There's you you know there's gonna be podcasts on like the Ghost Floods Harmony Trail. Oh, yeah. We we haven't even talked about autonomy and trail, really, like at all. We're just like, wow, cool stuff. Let's go through. But 
Let's go through and complain. Let's get some complaints in here. I think because like each of us do... have like one thing we're dying to like yes. complain about I, I, here. I think I think that is accurate. <laughs> Who wants to go uh, first? I feel like my complaint is the most superficial of them all. Yeah, so okay. let's have you go first because you referred and to so it before. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's get out of the way. And then and then you guys can have a serious conversation and I can just yeah. drink my gold. Yeah, I have another superficial thing to follow Perfect. you up. Okay, good. Uh, Mawish. <laughs> what about it? The fact, the fact that Mawish, the word, refers to oh. the nation itself, <laughs> the people who are from that nation, so like the, the country, the demonym of the country, and, and like essentially everything that has to do with the Mawish is just Mawish, right? And the southern the continent people, itself. Like the continent. Well, well the, the continent itself is not Mawish. It's the the kind of the, the European Union of the southern continent essentially is the Mawish consortium, which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. The me- people from the nation being known as the Mawish people or the Mawish nation, I'm okay with. Calling the nation itself <laughs> Mawish, it's like calling England English. English. I'm going to English to meet with my English friend. I just wish English we, friends we're where gonna we're going to speak English. I just wish we had a southern continent name, you know? Like, what come on. Brandon? <laughs> you, you don't have a northern that. continent name. Like, I, I, I know. Like, it. naming your own continent is kind of a weird... If you yeah. look in the continent names, it is weird. I just... It would make my life a lot easier if that place had a name <laughs> rather than just the Maoist <laughs> Consortium, which is not the well, name of the continent, but just, you know, this union, group right? Of nations. Yeah. 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 Especially yeah. given we now know some locations in the final empire live upon the southern continent. Yeah, that's true. We have observed in the new map. <laughs> well, uh, that it, well, if you that, look closely that, at that map, that depends on that depends on where you draw the border between the north and the south. Remote dominance, man. That is the same coastline. Pretty much on the southern continent. I, I think the remote dominance could have been the southernmost tip of the northern continent of the final empire, essentially, and it could have been like. Either, either a, like a, a like either Burnlands or an ocean or whatever, and then all the way down south, it could have been the southern continent, and then says could have like glued. I, I think <laughs> it have to have been, but it just to, but like structurally the way it's laid out now, the remote dominance is on what I would call the southern continent. And, yeah, and it's just so weird how close it is. Brandon has said, viewer like readers of his books have line vi- item veto. <laughs> for like anything that happens i'm like i am exercising that for this map like i am going to ignore its existence because it completely shatters my sense of disbelief like because it's just too close it's just too close like it's just like yeah they are very close it's like i can believe that like yes the babysitters like don't go out and explore that is more plausible when there's an entire ocean between when it's like a two day boat ride down the coast. I'm like, you are no longer like insular. You are idiots. <laughs> and I'm like, which I don't think Brandon, like, I don't think that's the vibe Brandon is going for. But like, that's what this map says. It did it's, make more sense. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. If you look where the end of the Malwish Consortium label is, it is very, very close to where Seizade runs to in Well of Ascension <laughs> when he goes out to the conventicle of Saran. It is quite close. 
Maybe so. we'll do a, maybe we'll have already done a video complaining about the rift. <laughs> Can I just add on to the Malwish? Not not the name of the con continent and stuff, even though I agree with you, Evgeny. I, I wish we had some better naming terminology. Yeah. If only for the oh. copper mind. All Brandon could have done was like give the nation itself a name, like Maui or Malwa or whatever, something, or, or not even, not even name it. Like it would have been far from ideal, but I would have, I would have been okay with like not giving a name to the nation itself. Like, yeah, he's got a name somewhere in the back of his head, whatever. We're just gonna refer to these people as you know the Mauish people, or the Mauish nation, or whatever. It, I, I guess it just makes sense to me though. It's like a, it's a consortium of five peoples. The Malwish are the most pro, have apparently. No, no, no. This is okay. This is okay. This is the Malwish consortium is like the British Empire. This is fine sure, with me. Sure. I have zero issues with that. My issue is with renaming Britain to British. But like, it just makes sense to me that you're like, oh, they're from the Malwish consortium. They're the Malwish. Like, it just seems like a very straight line. No, th those no, things it, are both true. Those things are that is, true. I'm talking about something else. I'm talking about Renette saying, oh, we're going to Mawish. You don't say it's, you're going, like to, going to America instead of we're going to the United States of America. Like I just. But like, but no, she's like, saying, equivalent would be but there, she's saying we're going, going to, to American. American. We're but going I, to I, British. Because Mawish is We're going to American. We're going to American. I see How what you're that saying, sound? but there's no reason that the word cannot be the same. Like it just but it's doesn't. it's not the like, same both. in like any real world country there's no I will, country I will, where that i was told i was told there's true? like one country maybe in english but like it's i feel like that's something. a thing that probably happens in the world like, yeah but we are but we are reading these books in english brandon's <laughs> writing them in english like like i'm not saying it's impossible it is just so rare and and unusual and unlikely that it kicks me out of the story because this is not how language works or i mean it is how language can work but it's not how it usually works i wish it was we're going to the consortium or some, something okay. like like it's some, something like that like i think going like you wouldn't say i'm going to like instead of european union i'm not going to the european or european like it it's not I mean, that on. would be strictly better. <laughs> I will accept that. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's going to annoy me names, because of the land went... thing. Yeah. But, yeah. but at least it will work. I, I want to steer this in a slightly less silly direction. Oh, do you, yes, Ian? <laughs> well, it's like because like, I did say I had another oh, superficial go, thing go to follow it. up. Okay, go for it. So. Yeah. To move on to another very minor superficial thing I don't like. I have ranted before about how Harmonium is a stupid <laughs> name for Oh, right. Metal. Yes, I, I have a I'm question. shocked that this would... I have a question for you before you get too into it. Okay. Do you not like Harmonium because it sounds stupid or because it's not consistent with the other god metals? A bit of both. Interesting. <laughs> like, it started as, like, this breaks the pattern and like ages ago and since then it's just like it just, like this is a nonsense name i'm like this is like a musical instrument like that <laughs> i mean it's but a real also, word right like, so, world, like iron think? iron you can use for a few different um that's true hey ian i have a question for you how do you feel about uh, milan going to shades more i also hate that but i wasn't gonna bring it up Oh, it's a good thing Jess because, is like, here for this so one. She'll, she'll be in the I'm next just, one. I am 100% devoting it to this. <laughs> I also don't like how, like, 
for the first few chapters, it's exclusively at metal. And then Brandon just starts throwing yeah. harmonium around and it's, it's never explained that it's the same thing as at metal. I'm like, why did you come up with another word for this when like there was already a word for this? I'm like, it's stupid and bad. David, you think they ever in world say, can you hand me the harmonium and someone hands them a musical instrument instead of <laughs> Earth Analog World? Earth Analog yes. World here. I, I asked my real question. That's my what real Wax question. was trying to split. <laughs> is, <laughs> it's, it's how do we feel about Trellium versus Bobadinium? Because Bobadinium is a nightmare name that that's, I don't like. That's a clunky one. one. Um, Bobadinium did make me laugh, but it makes sense that it's Trellium in World. I don't it's know what we're like, going to name the copper mine page on that one. Uh, that's we'll what I thought. I was that. like, oh, God, Brandon has just. <laughs> which one's going to be like, which one's going to be the disembig page and which one is going to be yeah, the, yeah. The, redirect, the real yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. I guess the days. question of whether or not we see Trellium in other places not related to mm. Trell. Sure, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll figure the copper mine thing. Well, I, well, I'm also curious. This is an aside, but if different avatars would have god metals yeah. that do slightly that's different things very true that's the big yeah. question Ooh, yeah. that's a, that's good for an autonomy episode yeah for sure oh yeah oh uh, that's a great don't worry about, hold on After to that reactions one. Yeah. we will have an autonomy episode like that's top stuff we gotta do that's a great, ghost that's bloods a great is up question. there too guys don't worry we're that all excited never, about the ghost bloods the ghost idea bloods. that autonomy different autonomy sh- bits splendor whatever uh would have like different properties is like that never would have occurred to me. That's a great question. Yeah, I think that's plausible. Um, yeah. I have two things that I really want to complain about. Uh, do do one so we we can have. And then come back table. to me and then we'll go back to you. Do two simultaneously. So just say one sentence <laughs> yeah, no, no. and then the other one. Be like Are they related? Are they related? No, they're totally separate. Uh, okay. I just want to say. It wasn't bad in the book. I just thought there could have been a different idea that would have been better. And that mm-hmm. is the twins trying to copy oh. Wax and Wayne. Like the doppelgangers. Like, Wait, did you, did you see my pun in the doc? Because I was proud of it. I put doppelwainers. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering about that because nobody says that. Wayne calls them the doppel douches. Yeah. Does, yeah, he, yeah. does he actually use the word douche? I, I, oh, I think. That's a little it's like, remember. It's like we're good to go in the Discord now. Yep. <laughs> well, let me do uh, But I just. Double dummies. I'm sorry. Double I just want to say that if you've seen a Marvel movie, you know how the least compelling part is that, oh, I'm the hero and I'm fighting a villain with a very similar power set. You know how that's never good? Yeah. Why are we doing it here? Like, like, is how is this possibly the set's best plan to defeat Wax and Wayne? That's like a years long thing. Like, I get Gertruda's trying to like, like, that's supposed to be a character thing for Wayne. But isn't there just a better way to do this that is less dumb? Uh, like, I yeah. like doppelgangers when it's much more of a personal, like it's a character arc of sort of like, I am your darkness and making the protagonist face their darkness. This was not that. This was <laughs> just um, like this. This <laughs> like I, I just it's just baffling to me that we end the bands of mourning with like, oh, yeah, the set has these faceless immortals and they're crazy. And like. 
I guess that's just autonomy inhabiting people, I guess. Like, that's that not even a thing, really. And we never really fight any of them. We just fight these hemologic set dudes. And look at my face. Uh, that's I, very cute. That's funny. <laughs> I, w- I will say, I think that Jumad is a much more credible threat to Wax yes, than Katruda is to Wayne, just because he's yes. got yes. more powers. So yeah, like, having the Drowman was interesting. Like, like, Katruda okay, was so annoying. Yes. Katruda was like, Dumad was not concerned about how well he was imitating Wax. Yeah. Dumad was just doing his doing his job. He it, was like, I'm here to kill you. It was like okay. the becoming Wayne. That was just so weird. He, okay, no, but it was funny because he had like a suitcase full of like handcuffs and like pretend detective stuff and he just wasn't talking about it. He had it. <laughs> he wasn't doing it. Like, okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> no, no, he didn't he didn't he didn't have the pretend detective stuff. He had um well, he had the handcuffs, which who knows why he had those. And yeah. he had the, the, the metal button, like the one metal button. That- he's, he's, yeah, he's cosplaying like he is. He's just <laughs> he's just not like interacting. Well, I think it was because it was he, used, he actually successfully used the handcuffs in a really good strategic tactical tactical manner that I thought, uh, like, I can buy the handcuffs. I was just like, oh, yeah, pick someone up and then they won't survive to fall down with you. Amazing. Love that. Like, I, I, just, I think Dumad was OK. Dumad was OK. I just. It's it's not the application. I just think the idea is like why, like I just like from a concept. I think it's just a bad idea. Like just was straight like, up. Part of me is wondering, like, was what? was it just that like Wax and Wayne didn't have enough people trying to stop them? Like, because Telson had her own specific arc, yeah. like with them, and he had like Wax had to be able to lose her, but they also needed some more people standing in their way to fight and, yeah and, you know, it felt like you know, that. so it's sort of like and if you're gonna have obstacles might as well make them interesting but i thought it was way more interesting like fighting their way up the tower like even though those yeah, are oh, faceless yeah. mooks like the moment when you know like they're fighting and, and wax is super like going into himself about like i'm killing all these people they're trying to kill me and that's fine that's you know but like he's he's so down he's killing these people and he, and then wayne like talking to the others like get, get out of here please oh. leave Quick shout out for Seizad sending Wax the Battle of Luthadel in his no. brain. Oh, I was so talk about good. That later. So good. I love that moment so much. That's so good. <laughs> powerful, powerful moment. And they were done with faceless mooks. That was a great character moment. You, they didn't need to be interesting for. <sighs> I did like the last fight where they switched it up. Like, that was interesting, but I just. I, yeah. I just can't shake. That wouldn't it have just been more cool if they fought like some scarier trail things? And it's just like, is they're just guys trying to become them? And I'm like, I just think it's dumb at a concept level. I don't like it. <laughs> I think there was this one line that I thought was interesting enough that like it kind of moved it from I really dislike this to eh. I'm okay with this, but I don't like it. Uh, and that's like the bit where Dumas is explaining why, and it's sort of their misunderstanding of yeah. what autonomy wants from them. It's sure. because Telson, Telson as their leader, like has this sort of warping of what she thinks autonomy is about. Um, and that's kind of like what all the set are thinking. Like they have this, they're, they're looking at one side of autonomy and they don't sure. know. So this kind of made sense to me is like, they don't really know what autonomy wants. So they're just trying this thing of there's a niche i have to fill the wax niche that's not really how autonomy thinks but it's i see how they got there and i suppose that's like you can't have the autonomy forces 
there because the the whole point is like are the set good enough to actually rule this world i don't know let's find out right i get that mm -hmm. i just don't think the, this was a very good plan of the set but uh, yeah, yeah the, the thing that is weird to me right i can i can accept that geshura and dumada are just weird and they're doing dumb stuff <laughs> yeah what i what i don't like is that the set decided to and i think eric you touched on this earlier that the set decided to counter Wax and Wayne by mirroring their powers as opposed to going, hey, we have all of these spikes that we can pick from. Exactly! What counters Allomantic Steel the best? Obviously, Let's... if you have a mirror match, the people who are more experienced are going to win, even if you give Dumad Dralman. Like, come on! Like, well, okay, but he had, he had his Seeking... He did that's that true. as well. That's true. And yeah. I think he had something else. He had Wasn't leeching. He a so he had yeah. he, 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 he didn't use yeah, that much. Not he did but, have uh, chromium. He used it. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah, he was used to right. great effect early on oh, when they were in on. the air. They were yeah. in the oh, yeah. air. That's a great time to like leech uh, a pusher. He leeches Wayne at the end as well. Oh, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Is like whatever. I have millions <laughs> of of millions of worth of bandaloy in my sock. Yeah, Get, like, Getruda could have used like an edge for sure. <laughs> like that, she was doing. She was doing well, I thought, for being someone who did not have Wayne's time to ex like yeah. experience with the powers or yeah, potentially fighting. But and I think part of the issue is also that these are both characters that showed up in this book for the first time. Brennan wanted like a more personal enemy, not just the faceless mooks. But we as readers don't have any connection to them. So like in the alternate reality where Brandon wrote era four, era four, mm. the four era two books back to back to back, I would have liked these two characters have to sh have shown up in shadows or something like sure. as like normal people it's just like like the one-off scene from like the other people is like is one of these is like and they just get Ooh. curb stomped to like what give them emotion like why are they yeah why do they want right to yeah that would be cool or maybe dumat is a fan of wax or something <laughs> i was thinking about uh what's his face um who is the guy who is the leecher that we already know those member of the set uh eric oh who, yeah right yeah who oh, had like a whole subplot where he's like where he's like also dying and trying to like find a way to like yeah, cure his that like sickness yeah, i was like is he gonna come back and nope. he did not which i was disappointed in that that would have been definitely better it's it's always hard to introduce new villains mm -hmm. in the finale and it's just they did not work yeah. as well as i think they needed to it was like what I wanted to say is like, I feel like what would have been interesting about doppelgangers is always like to drive the main character arc forward, but they were not necessary for the arcs that Wax and Wayne were going through. Um, mm -hmm. Like the most relevant moment was like Gertruda, like trying to enjoy pain. Yeah, that was like weird, weird yeah. and super messed up, but it wasn't even about Wayne's arc with his pain. That was just Wax going, oh, you don't understand Wayne. And that was kind of the most relevant that the whole situation turned out to be it wasn't relevant to wax wax's situation where he was like i don't want to do this anymore but i'm happy where i am and he's not enjoying the adventuring so much and it's not relevant to Wa wayne's getting over his pain and guilt and all of that they were just so irrelevant to the character arcs and that's what gets me it was they were so extraneous um why and the book's why? kind of long so it's like yeah. could we have tightened this up a little bit i don't know 
if they were more relevant to the character arcs that they were going through, like if they had a challenge that Wax and Wayne, like if they, they got into their heads a little bit or made had made them confront yeah. something about themselves. Cause like, that's the whole point of making a doppelganger, right? Like to me, <laughs> so why, why else would you make a doppelganger? Well, either that or sleep with them. Um, okay. Yeah, sure. Feather where you th- at? <laughs> there, there's, and I forget the terminology. There, there's two types of uh, uh, things that get in your way in in uh, in storytelling. One is mm. obstacles. What, what's the other one that I'm thinking of? Handicap, or is it handicap? No, no. Antagonists. Oh yeah, I'm not aware of this. Like I'm an not active sure. force. Thematic system. Well, I what, what I'm thinking is the 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 double dummies are something that our characters need to like go through or go over but they don't affect the story of of our protagonists in a meaningful way other than well we need to we need to go through it like these two might as well have been like a very big wall they don't yeah. affect character development you can replace way. them with an inanimate object and yeah. for all their impact it has on them as people it's <laughs> i did like the line where wax was like I've always wanted to shoot someone who who looks like you. Like there, there, there was some. It was okay, but like it's probably like my least favorite part of the book. Yeah, yeah there are sense. some individual moments that are good. Yeah, but it's it was one of those like ah, uh, it's easy to forget about them though. This isn't something that like when I think about the lost metal, I'm always thinking about and like this ruined the book. It's actually just they're super forgettable for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, which is also not great. Like, it just isn't that great. Yeah. But it's like it doesn't. It's not like a. It's not ruining the bread. It's. it's it just, uh, just. It just brings it a bit down a notch because it's not like firing on all cylinders. You know, it's like not. that sort of thing. Um, I will say, their introduction worked well for me. Oh yeah, the introduction that was fight fine was really great. long to right. me, and it, I did not like Gertrude. Of like, oh, I'm I'm clearly evil Wayne. Like that was irritating. And I'm like, <laughs> you annoying. need to die immediately. Like, but Dumont was Dumont there was good. In the, right Dumont in the beginning, and I was yeah. like, oh, he was he was scary uh, for a yeah, yeah. And then it, and then it made Wax's arrival like actually feel like he like the Calvary has has arrived. So a lot like, oh, thank God wax is here now we might live is was the vibe it was yeah yeah it was good <laughs> I, I did i did quite like the moment when like we are in the we're in the shootout and and everyone's scrambling trying to survive and like wayne puts up a bubble and he's having a little chat with marcy and getruda shows up in the bubble and like and this is from i think wayne's or it may have been marcy's pov but like mm-hmm. the confusion and indignation of someone intruded in our speed like that never happens right we're not safe in this place that we've always been safe right 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 right, yeah yeah the violation it's always been a timeout right yeah uh so that 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 worked well yeah that was yeah you're right there are things i didn't like her as soon as she opened her mouth but um it was her actual (laughs) 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 hello lovelies but with a terrible you can hey Eric, you can like read her voice like in any <laughs> bad Cockney voice you want because it would just uh, she's supposed to have a really terrible, maybe, uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe we'll do that. Uh, okay. Maybe that'll be fun when we if we ever need to read some. You, we can make it as bad as we want because it's canon. Uh, Oi, that's, true. that's true. Oi, mate. <laughs> Oi, mate. Uh, and so something that um, 
I didn't really like about the book I would really like to talk about is the scene with the bands of mourning. Um, oh. It's one it's one scene in the whole book and it's kind of it's this weird like I I was so mad. This is like I totally see the point of this scene. We have to for some contrived reason get the bands of mourning back to the Malwish because that's going to yep. apparently be something that's going to happen in book three or sorry yep. era three but the whole scene felt so contrived and in the yep. same way that like they it just feels like they didn't fight hard enough or their arguments were just kind of silly and it's like if you why are you handing this over to him it felt so this needs to happen so we're gonna make the it's gonna happen in this scene yeah but in and real life i was like why are they just giving them up like the, his argument wasn't good if the bands didn't work they didn't you didn't use it it was just one of those like this is really silly why are they drained <laughs> who knows yeah, and, and there's like sarah's has a line it's like oh there's some sort of plot going on yeah. here which like shines a a lantern on it but it, it's not satisfying no. but at why all. Did, like, if she sees there's well, a plot why why are you just letting the guy walk away with them it was very what is happening with this yeah it was i like i don't mind that the the bands were drained that's interesting this is like a mystery what why did this happen what's going on i love a good mystery and what's going on and i love the fact that it was probably the Maoish and they're trying to do something to get the bands back i have no issues with the actual facts of what's going on here my issue is completely with they let them go way too easily this was a stupid argument that i can't believe that they just let fly yeah <clears throat> it me i want to i want to challenge this a little bit okay sure so i actually found the ambassador like dal i think is his name mm -hmm. i think i found some of his argument very compelling the idea of from from his perspective He's going, hey, you guys are facing a disaster and your first course of action or one of your first courses of action is to reach for the bands. The thing that we agreed should stay out of the north and the south. It should be neutral. Mm -hmm. Fine. You do that. You're reaching for the bands. You're, you're, you're breaking contract a little bit, but I'll let you do that. But because you've breached the contract, this thing now goes to us because over the past several years, how many disasters we've faced that we couldn't reach for the bands just because they're not, you know, in the next neighborhood. The, the North is using an opportunity that the South never really has. And I'm, and I'm not saying that this is like foolproof or, or it's, a, it's a strong argument, but there is something to this. That is like you guys are doing something that we we couldn't have done just because of like geographically where the bands are. That'd be a good argument, except it felt like a setup. It felt like Dahl was like, you know. Oh, I, I agree. There's a setup. I 100% agree. There's something going on there. Yeah. yeah. I think that my complaint would be that in the real world, I feel like people don't necessarily go well you've made a really compelling argument here and now i'm going to agree with you they go i'm fighting for my interest and no matter how compelling your argument is i don't enough. listen to you and mm -hmm. so i feel like the basiners no matter how well constructed doll's argument was should have been a little more hesitant to let the bands go i know ten soon seemed to be somebody who was driving them to keep to their end of the bargain there and so i can really tell how the how the faceless immortals are regarded 
because sometimes it seems like people care about them and sometimes yeah. it seems like they don't give a shit. Oh, they, sorry about that. Yeah, sometimes it seems like they don't care. It, it felt just like, I'm like, Brandon, why did, if, you, if the bands needed to be in the South, why didn't they end up in the South in the end of Bands of Mourning? Yeah. You know, like, why did we need to address this here? It no, just felt like kind of like, like a weirdly really stapled extra, on thing. Where extra he was conflict, like, okay, extra tension. Yeah. Well, I know I, how I, this is, is going to go. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I, I think part of the issue for this, like for this little bit, is that it is 100% for setting up for Era 3. Yeah. And it ha- does not have an impact on this book. No. Which makes it unsatisfying. Like, if somehow, like, this had been tied into the main plot a little bit more of, like, it's tangentially related, but the end state is not really changed by this whole plot line. Well, it, it ties in the way that it explains why we didn't use the bands. Sure. But that could also have been explained by is like we didn't use the bands because like we are forbidden to like we have no access to them. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, Fair. And, and I think it adds to the unsatisfyingness of this because there's such little southerner impact on this. And so I imagine mm-hmm. you're gonna get this in the next uh lost metal reactions, because I know there are other people particularly my wife, who's like, I'm very disappointed in the lack of Southerner things. And so it's like, it's just like seemed like is like, well, see you in the next one. You know, like there's just nothing there, really. Whereas like Admiral Dahl, it feels like there's going to be an impact when you see him in part one. Like, oh, man, this guy's going to do stuff. And he doesn't really like, I mean, he's a warmonger. Yeah. And I mean, this book is about like the set in Trell, which if you have to pick one, that's the one to choose, I feel like, because that's more relevant for Era 2. But I can totally understand people being disappointed that, I mean, bands changed everything with the Southerners, and we didn't really do a whole lot with them in this one. And I think that's a fair mm-hmm. critique. I... Just mad. I felt like, I was like, Dahl set this up, and Dahl won, and he was so smarmy, and I just didn't want him to win. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. That's the emotional core of sure. Sure, that sure, scene. Sure. On... Yeah. I wouldn't say that Brandon like dropped the balls that he was juggling with this book, but he definitely stumbled a bit and and maybe they they bounced around a bit. This was the part where setting up era three just felt a bit clunky, whereas like I think Mm. there's other things where it felt a little better. I bet you people who are reading archivally and have era three in hand will probably not feel the same way. We're years away from we're yeah. years away from era three. So like, I kind of feel like if you know this is set up, this feels like a cliffhanger and you could just go on to the next one, you know, in like 2030 or, or whatever, yeah. maybe even, you know, this will probably not be a problem. This would not be a problem if we were reviewing a backlog, maybe. Or something. I hope also, so. Uh, from the 2020s. Hello, we were still dealing with that pandemic thing. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the first pandemic thing. I don't know how the future is going to hold. Oh. Don't bring that on us. Back in <laughs> if on a second pandemic happens, I'm 100% blaming you. Other uh, complaints? I've got one. Okay. I think that the thing that I was disappointed with was I really thought there was going to be more to the set. Like the set was just yeah. ended up not being very interesting to me. And I think that's part of why I didn't like Wax and Wayne's plot in part three, because it was the most, I mean, not the most set focused, but Marisi had Cosmere stuff happening and I was focused on that but we like we just didn't like 
we didn't really learn about how they started. Like they're like, even at the end, like the goals just seem kind of nebulous to me about like, Oh, well, are we going to let the army in or are we going to like, are we going to tell since we're going to become an avatar? Like it all just felt kind of like it was being set up in this way to support the story that Brandon wanted to tell, as opposed to like being a super great, like threatening organization that I thought would be cool. Like it just like, it just really like, you know, we didn't, I just didn't get like get anything cool from the set, I guess, which is kind of what maybe that's the core of it is I thought that we would like learn something cool or like understand them better or they would become a more imposing villain and they have all these resources. They've got medallions, they've got hemallergy knowledge and it just seems like they should be more of a threat. They, they weren't as, it, it felt like they were less threatening almost. Like even though they were like really at the end of their like plan and even though we were going into their fortress, like they did not feel I, as scary. I don't know. I have an opinion yep. and I think it's because we, they're not a mystery anymore. To me, that's kind of the entire crux is now we know who they are and what they want and we know the extent of their resources. I feel like they were scarier or they felt scarier back when we know they're big, but we don't know how big we know they have resources, but we don't know what resources. I feel like mystery is actually in the same way that, you know, like maybe in like uh, Odium and and Roshar mm. kind of had this moment. The moment you learn about them, the, the moment you know them, they're not scary anymore. It's they're, the they're familiar small. is, yeah. The big becomes small because now you know their limits. Of. I think so, but I didn't feel like that with Odium. Like, I'm not disappointed with Odium now, and I'm disappointed with the set. You know, sure. like, yeah. I, I think that's true. I, but I think if, like, in your monster movie, when you show the monster and everyone goes, uh, like, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not that's not ideal. And that's kind of how I felt when we saw what the set, like, you know, like you're, we get like this whole like, oh, here's the hierarchy. It goes set sequence key, you know, series. And I'm like, well, that, that's just meaningless. Though. Like, we don't know anybody. We don't care about those positions. It just, it just kind of felt flimsy to me. Sure. sure. So, how much of the set's hierarchy did autonomy kill at the end of bands? Right. Like super nebulous and unclear uh their origin super nebulous and unclear autonomy stuff i guess right like yeah. it, it, it's pretty yeah, how'd vague they, how'd they all become trail worshipers like some of them seem like true believers some of them seem like oh i'm doing this for power like we just didn't i just kind of thought there'd be something more interesting there instead we got the twins <laughs> we got the twins that, that bit feels believable like i i feel like any organization that is based on or founded on like a belief is going to have people who are genuine believers and people who are like, Oh, this has profits in it. No, I, I don't disagree that it's bad. I'm just like, I wanted to know more about that. I wanted to know, okay, how, who started preaching a dead religion to the secret society? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, how those sorts of things, you know, I get it. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot sense. of lore there other than like, just th no. this is autonomy. It is this shard. Like that's the sort mm -hmm. of lore, which, through wobs we kind of already knew right like that was always yeah. our theory right so it's like oh, okay whatever uh i have another thing um i was a little peeved about and that is the um that was the wayne and milan relationship thingy that they had going on and i was really interested at the beginning i thought it was great to see that she didn't have the same feelings as wayne and that was something that felt really strong and like the oh like maybe she's like she doesn't have romantic feelings like she's like this is like kind of like aromantic and then at the end it kind of felt like 
the rug was pulled away and it's like, no, no, she just had so many romance feelings for him that she had to go away. Um, and very plot convenient time for her to go away. But it was she had to leave because her feelings were just so strong and she she couldn't handle like having love feelings for him. And it was just so such a bummer. Um, I really enjoyed the like I, I thought this was going to be like um, like a, like a focus character with like a, like who is aromantic. But um that just just feels that sucks uh, understandable uh that was not the vibe i got from milan personally and I, I can find it believable that like if a person you've been with for so long and like dies like you're you're gonna have feelings oh it wasn't that. the fact that she was sad that she that he died she, like aromantic people have feelings you know sure, it was I, like sure you know it was like she had uh, what I was expecting, and especially from my memory of like the previous books, was that she basically had friendship feelings for everyone, um, and that you know like it was a friends with Benny's situation, not a uh, oh I've fallen in love, and it was just love did not seem like it was on the table up until the epilogue for the entire series. All of a sudden, um, we get through the entire era two, and then all of a sudden Milan's epilogue. It, oh, it was love. I hate I this. I will agree that I never that when I'm, we come into this book and it's like, oh, Wayne and Milan have been dating for six years. I was like, yeah, what? that was sure. that like, shook me. I was like, what? Was, what? I did not swerve. get the vibe of a long term relationship from no, them. But, they were just sleeping together. And oh, it turns out they're still sleeping together. That's weird. OK, I, I can buy it. Personally. Maybe maybe this is a like a definition problem. But the way I've thought about these two and, and that was the case in bands, that was the case throughout the lost metal was that it's yes it's mostly about the sex but it's also like they uh, they mutually care about each other like i wouldn't necessarily call it love but there are multiple points between oh we're just sleeping together and oh we are exclusively in love with one another like there is a spectrum of care in between there is. them and, there and is. an opportunity to like be sad that the person you were sleeping plus with has perished absolutely and it's sort of like you like i'm like even love in a platonic way totally fine uh that's that's not my issue i'm not I'm not upset that she's sad that that he died. You know, like that's that would be insane. Uh, you know, like they're <laughs> they're friends and they care about each other. Um, but my thing was sort of like being led on with the line of, I like him a lot, but I I don't feel for him as much as he feels for me. Uh. It was like feeling misled by the fact that like it almost felt like well it did explicitly say like we have a mismatch of feelings like wayne has these kind of feelings and i really like him but i'm here um i i would just say that that line doesn't necessarily mean aromantic like i can totally see why you're reading it that way but like that that is a i mean that's been a thing i've personally experienced and uh, even you know, even like, if it's not aromantic like the fact that it was more feelings ugh. Fine, romance, okay. but like she feels less than him. It was just it kind of Damn ruined. Uh, it, it was like kind of Milan was a bummer in this book. Um, sure, I liked her so much in the previous books, and then this was like okay, well, uh, yeah, 
I do want to know why it took Harmony 19 months to send her a letter or whatever the yeah. number yeah, is. Yeah, what is so long? Like, it's I like didn't understand it all. She just left. It's just like, send a runner after her. It's like, just it take that long. It's just very up. slow. Well, it wasn't a Sion, but. Yeah. Wasn't it? Especially, we don't no. know. No. It, I, no. I do not think it was a Sion. No, it's uh, not a I, I agree that there's room for interpretation, but I don't think we know. I don't think Brandon needs to play coy with us. If it's a Sion, I think it'd be obvious. Like, I'm, yeah, Sion's usually. Like, do face transforming, not I carry message across. Yeah, like it's, it's not, uh, it's uh, not a scene. Yeah. Like, all right. But yeah, that's weird. And it's like, did we really need Milan to leave right then for the book? I don't know. I know. That's the thing is, I just kind of thought, like, I wanted a leak to be in it more. I wanted Steris to be mm. with our characters and not be off on her. I don't like when characters split up in the end. I like when all our characters are together. And like and Wayne and Morassi, really like they were really in there in the beginning and then just not there in the end because they split up, you know? Yeah. yeah, and like that, they fun, had a great chemistry. Yeah, they she had a great never chemistry. Saw really him did. Again. Yep. I know it's so like when when they separate in the at that like newspaper tabloid place, you can tell that somebody's. This not is a final goodbye. Again. The first yeah. time, I, like going through this, I was like, "This is a goodbye. This is a goodbye. This is their final goodbye." It it just felt so clear. Yeah. Mm. When, Listeners, viewers, if you didn't pick up on that, don't worry. I did not pick up on that as well. I was okay. oblivious of all of the flag posts Sub- about later. Wayne's yeah. death all yeah. until like half a chapter before he died. So you're not alone. I, I don't see the telegraph posts. Okay. <laughs> Let's maybe... uh. Let's do a solid compliment sandwich where we, 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 we've been complaining a bit and, and talk about uh, there's things to criticize, I think. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff, right? And we, we barely talked about the cool stuff, but there's still even more cool stuff that we didn't even talk about how cool it was. Yeah. Uh, and one of the reasons we're not talking about this is because a lot of these things will be their own episodes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we should touch on them and here. I want to bring up the community that kidnapped women they're back oh, finally oh, yeah. thank god they're, that they're finally back and mm-hmm. i had a feeling that that would be the case but it was still really cool to see how that happened there and how they were like oh no the world's been destroyed and like just sort of like convinced them yeah. that you, they had to stay right like i thought that was really cool yeah it's like the least bad way we could have found out. I guess like, okay. like, they're not they're going to be traumatized by all of this but they haven't been consistently traumatized for the last yeah. six years it's like well, they, yeah. a, they, a well, little but they haven't well, been overall, like a forced breeding program like that would have yeah. been okay way yes, worse. that's fair that's fair like or spikes or spikes like, yeah, be turned into spikes. like hey these they all spikes are murdered. labeled after people from alloy of law oh that's a bummer <laughs> Oh, they're, living in, they're living in a little happy underground bunker. They have communities. They have their little cookouts. They have, you know, they have kids and the kids yeah, are yeah. safe and good. And Yeah, the world still exists. Like, that's ultimately a good, like, it will be yeah. upsetting and you will have missed stuff. But it is, it is nice to find the world out. The world did not blow up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like that line about, like, the only thing she can think to say to Marassi when she realizes is just like the, like, did you, did, did you, you appreciate have, it? Did you appreciate what you had? Yeah. Oh my so god. That's like, oh. rough. <laughs> oh. It's really it's good. interesting that you say that because so the the sentiment of the line lands really well for me. The actual delivery feels super clunky and like almost out okay. of like a non sequitur. I see that. Mm. I see that. 
and on Marasi's plotline, men of red and gold as well. The alloy stuff, or, uh, or golden uh, red, to be sorry. Mistaken. Golden red, not sorry. To be- <laughs> I got it wrong the whole time. <laughs> I, th- I think that like the fandom and Brandon have all collectively gotten confused about what is what with that sometimes. Because yeah. I feel like everyone's like red and gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, I want to go to, hold up, hold up. We are, we're keeping this live. We're doing a live research. Okay. 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 I want to do uh, Google Trends on red and gold versus golden red versus gold and red. I don't know how. I, I don't assume you're big enough group to like to like. I don't know. That's pretty. Big. While Evgeny does that, what the hell was going on with those guys? That is crazy. That is pretty. He crazy. is a standing army who may or may not be living people. Just do like advanced rifles and stuff. Like, oh, okay. that's bad. So the data is in. Okay. Is it red and, the red and gold on Google Trends as of the time of this recording? Are you searching just red and gold or men of red and gold? Just, no, just, just red and gold versus gold and red. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so red and gold is consistently higher on on okay. google trends okay by like it, we're talking like one to four one to five type of type of ratio do you see like anything that makes you think that it has anything to do with cosmere stuff <laughs> november end of november 2021 so so before that date we are looking at like 40 to 10 type of split no end of november 2021 both of them double <laughs> I mean, and, then, and then they go back to like it is what, very clearly red and gold but yeah those guys were crazy and awesome what other cool stuff did we not talk about uh, uh shy becoming on the lantrian oh pretty that's, yeah mm-hmm. uh, that seems important that seems like a big deal He's missing um, again, the same way she left her previous book, and now she's in the wind, and who knows where we'll find her again. It's she's like the Where's Waldo of the, of the Cosmere. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I I still don't quite understand why the stamp isn't going to just wear off in a day. Uh, she's magic. gonna because usually her compulsion. If you remember from the Emperor's Soul, usually yeah. they come with a compulsion to keep applying it. Yeah. She built that I just in, feel though. like so that's a stupid that thing in. for her to add to this one. Yeah. Like that's yeah, but this one is also experimental. She doesn't know how it's going to work out. Like she's it, never done it before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but those it's usually feasible earlier. Yeah. If they're experimental, not less, not they aren't hold stronger based on our understanding of forgery. <sighs> there, there's so many unknowns with her, like with this specific transformation. Uh, like her becoming an Elantrian, it's all happening on schedule. I would have loved more details because that's oh, the kind sure. of personality that I have. But I think it's believable enough that there's enough oddity about all of this stuff that, uh, oh, maybe they're like the, the, the side effects just add up to something weird. I think we're probably just going to end up next time we see here, it's going to be resolved again. Probably. And, uh, you know, and so I'm like, oh, I want to see how this turns out. But, oh, well, I, I think we're just going to see Shy and she's going to be in a completely new situation mm-hmm. whenever if if she shows up. I hope she does. I hope crossed. she does. Yeah, I guess it's just like hunting novella where he's like going after her. Twin soul Marasi novella f- hunting Shy. That'd be sweet. Yeah. It, I guess Secret it's history like, three for me, like. 
unless we get something like this, like you're saying, it's like the next time we're going to see her, she's not going to be an Elantrian. So it's like this whole like baby. I don't it, know. It very easily could have just like not had that thing. Yeah, like, it's a don't weird. worry about me. Like this should wear off in a couple days. So like it like that's not sure. like an existential threat that needed to be. No, I'm fine with that. It's it's book. interesting, and I, I think it's interesting stakes. Uh, for me, why I'm why I'm sure we're probably not going to see a resolution is because something I was excited to see was like when she finally got to catch up with Hoyd. Um, mm-hmm. I would have loved if there was more than just like the, the nod. They they are aware of each other. They've clearly interacted. She did catch up with him. Um, I just love this whole she's after him and wants. To, I want to see what they talked about. I want to see how. I want to see more of Hoyd and Shy. To be honest, what's up with Hoyd in this book? Also, like <laughs> I oh. I think that might still be forthcoming, Shannon. Oh, because so? Brandon Brandon has talked about a shy sequel, yeah, or Empress Soul sequel. This is not it. No, yeah, like this is this is just a, a cameo of shy. Oh, so I Evgeny, think you can't I think tell me that I'm gonna. Yeah, be apparently so Brandon had a really yeah. good idea for an Emperor Soul sequel, yeah. and I'm and like, he kind of like. Yeah, he changed his mind because he was like, I don't want to, I don't want to add something that's not as good. And then he's like, Oh, I finally had an idea that I think could work. So. Okay, uh, my hopes are in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> my, hope, my hopes are in the, in the stratosphere. In the shy. In the shy. Oh boy. Uh, something I did really like. I want to talk about. Um, again, didn't reread Era Two. Don't remember a lot, but reading this, I really love Vendel. Oh my god, <laughs> he's so he's pretty great. Per, he's so persnickety and boring and awful, and I love him <laughs> so much. <laughs> I love, you know, just uh, from Wayne's point of view, it's always funny. He calls him like a fussy little thing. And I'm like, oh, he is so fussy. He's so, oh, he's, I, I can't talk about him. I would just start quoting his lines and things because any Vendel fans out there, hit me up. <laughs> I, <laughs> the legions of Vendel fans. Yeah. Hash, hashtag Vendel Bestdale. <laughs> oh nice it's like nice knowing you shannon i'm like it makes total sense that you love vendel i'm like <laughs> yes like this is the character she would love 100 uh, yeah. good give me more weird conjure of being like awful and like not holy creatures they're just kind of weird body horror creatures who happen to work for god i love th- i love it yeah no. <laughs> just i love how weird he is it's true <laughs> It is fun to see, to see like a non-action hero Contra too, because like Tensu yeah. and Milan are both kind of like punchy, punchy, anything. Yeah, Vendel's like, I don't know how to do this. Uh, I don't, uh. <laughs> go, go be a bullet shield. It's like what? <laughs> oh my god, the line. He's like, I'm defenseless. I'm betraying you. Da, 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 and get shot. <laughs> that was pretty good. And just small moment. Not a lot to talk about. Just love that guy. He's good. Hoyd is very good in this book. Like the mm. showing up at the end. It's like, yeah. Multiple like, times your carriage, sir. And times. then at the end, yeah. your carriage, sir. It's, it's such a good buildup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not love it. Yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> really? I thought it was funny. I don't understand how, like what Hoyd's doing. And like, <laughs> I, I do no believe idea. that like, there's I... got to be a goal for here. I'm trying to wrap it up. There's got to be a goal for what Hoyd's up to. He's apparently been Wax's coach driver for some time. I, and you like, I, I kind of, yeah. you want to see the resolution 
of or, or just I, well i would have liked to have seen them talk because i think that could have been an interesting conversation uh if if hoy had kind of like had like a little more of a serious talk with wax but i think that ultimately i'm just like what's hoy's goal is he just know that wax like deserves a good turn at some point in this book and that's why he keeps following him I have a, a, a theory is we know by this point, Hoyt and Harmony have been in contact with each other through the letters in Stormlight. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of like the letter in Rhythm of War, like Sawzet is talking about like how he is preparing a sword. Yep. yep. So I think this is Hoyt is doing Sawzet a favor like, hey, I'll shadow your chosen champion, like make and like help out if I can. Just like as like and then like in return, like Sazed is going to help Hoyt at some point. I, I suppose. But like, you know, like as we discussed earlier, Wax has turned down Sazed's help a lot of times now or has has offered his request for help, I should say. And so like is Hoyt most valuable when the world is ending as Wax's coach driver? You know, like I just don't really. Hoyt has to yeah, be doing ul- more things, surely. Yeah, Ultimately, I just don't get it. I want to know about Skadriel that much, does he? But like, he's we're, we're, the whole premise of this that ian just laid out was that he's here as harmony's ally so in that context we're talking about he probably does oh sure okay yeah in in my head in my head hoyt was more harmony's interested in this person so i'll just keep an eye on him oh yeah no i think i think that's more i think ian's theory is likely uh i think Mm -hmm. hoyt is surely doing stuff on the side like there's no way he's not and it's like he very pointedly does leave Wax's side and joins Marasi's caravan at the beginning, which was also and so at, yeah. at some point he's chilling with Wayne. He redirects have, and is like knows to go and fetch Wax. I out love of the ocean. I love that Hoyt does have a conversation. It's just a very silly Wayne conversation, and I like that. everything at all about pickling. <laughs> pickling. <laughs> it, it makes me wonder if. Hoyd's doing this to get a big favor out of Sazed, maybe. And like that could be interesting to see. It's but like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree, David, that it is a bit weird, but goddamn, I love the line. It's like, hey, your carrots are at the end. Like, I I, I love it personally. Yeah. No, it's and it's a good line. It's just hard for me to like timeline-wise move from like Hoyd, who's like, Yasta, you'll have me as all that I am. And like I can finally get a show off to like Hoyd, who is Wax's carriage driver for multiple. And years. no, I'm just, a taxi like, driver. And now yeah. you're go- I'm, we're going to talk about pickling and get and I'll accept this rat. <laughs> and like we okay. have no conversations with each other. It's just like, oh, hey, my coach driver, Hoyd. I mean, clearly Wax at the end of this knows, OK, you're not just a coach driver. Like, well, come because on here. It's, it, the timeline is weird because we know that Odium has like closed the perpendicularity to, sh- to Roshar or something. Odium and the perpendicularity is closed. Something, Something's something. weird there. Yeah. So it's we like, know this is, Roshar has been cut off. This yeah. is sort of we know this is sort of analogous. So I agree it is weird to think of like Wit being super interested and involved and uh very like he's trying to make a deal with Odium and he's having very serious things happen over here and on and like possibly at maybe the same time or very close after Hoyd's here and here's a here's the rat and let's talk. I love mm-hmm. the I love the pickling, but anyway, <laughs> you yeah, gotta have Hoyd there to have Hoyd and Shy being like, "Hey, what up?" I see the you. head nod. I, if it had just been the head nod, I wouldn't have been happier because it was funny, but it would have made more sense to me almost. I was like, I I have this written down somewhere. Like, I really I want to ask Brandon like if Hoyd and uh, Shy actually have a conversation in this book just off screen somewhere. I wanna I wanna know. I wanna know if they're if they're Good having question. a chat. 
I want to know. Wax, wax and Wayne and Marcy are having a shootout. They're both in the convoy and they both disappear when the shooting starts. Like, they're there. Anyway. Yeah. Wax's kids. Wax has kids. Maxilium is the most adorable thing. He's very ever. adorable. There is also the line about how Steris wants another kid and then Wax becomes a misborn. So. Yeah. The world's weakest misborn, though. Like, the world's but it, yeah. it re-energizes, like, yeah. That third kid is going to have I more forgot it was genetic. Potential. Yeah, it's it's very yeah, genetic. Wrong mifting. Like I'm yeah, I'm just trying to know how to interpret that. But I forgot it was that genetic. Yeah. I think it's if, like if it happens, another it's gonna be so weak. I mean, any Larassium is a pretty big deal, even if it's a low dose. <sighs> like, yes, it's weak, but it's more than nothing. Like it it is an infusion of power. It, it, it's it, going like, to yes. be more anyone else for sure but like it feels like less than what spook offered at the end of hero of ages we know that wasn't enough to really do much you know what i mean and and spook like, was still made like ellen yeah. level no kelsier Mason level no, right. kelsier level kelsier not level. Not level okay sure sure mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah you guys know things yeah no we're, we're, we're here <laughs> power levels I mean, wow era, era one was 340 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nothing or else it wouldn't have happened. Like it, 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 it was Brennan did this for a reason. Like it's going to matter. Uh, yeah, it could matter. But I think it could matter as like Wax's grandson is a really strong Nicrosil mystic. You know, like yeah, I don't like, know. I don't think it's going to yeah. like change the basin. You know, no, but like yeah. it's going to matter. Like, yeah, yeah. I, you know, you know what's going to matter, though, guys? Discord. Oh, Discord confirmed. If you don't remember, uh, www.discord.com slash 17 shard. Uh, it's not .com, it's <laughs> .gg. Uh, but <laughs> they changed it. Oh, did they? Oh, no, they did. They did. GG is uh, the old one. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, it, so, but like, so exciting. If you don't remember from Final Empire, it's like a line where they, he shall call, they shall call me Discord and will love me for it. Something like that, right? They will call I, him Discord. They will call him Discord. So it's like I I will find it because I this is this is good. This this is we're going to have an episode on harmony and discord because that is really interesting stuff with like this shadow I love, and I love a god corruption plot. It's not just a it's not just a corruption plot. It's uh our god harmony is all is changing i love this kind of thing where the god is changing it's so interesting in mistborn like how their gods are real like oh there's death and we're talking to death and that we know he's real stuff like that is so interesting and they know the survival is real they know harmony is real because they have the conjurer they have all this stuff so i'm so excited this is what i'm most excited for in era three is like knowing everyone knows god is real and everyone knows that god is maybe having a hard time right now (laughs) i love this i love this idea let me let me give you the quote all right perfect before we move on so this comes from the final empire from the first book from the prophecies yep he shall defend their ways yet shall violate them he will be their savior yet they shall call him a heretic his name shall be discord yet they shall love him for it Oh, things are not going to go well in Era 3, guys. Like, that is not good. What do you mean? They're going to love him for it. They're going to love him. I, I want that to be relevant. I'm interested to see who might be in favor of a pro Discord version of Harmony. I, I will say, 
even if even if the entire like discord plotline ends with this book which it will not like this is clearly set up for at least era three if not era four yeah but even if it ends tomorrow with with well not tomorrow but like with this book the fact that we've got a thing that is a, a setup for era two book four all the way back in era one book one it's cool. that is good enough for me that I think those terrorist prophecies are going to come up again and again. And Brandon very deliberately. One of the things, things that gets me is knowing how we could have gone from Arrow one to now what is now era three without all this in between stuff. I can't imagine where we didn't get these little bits of like the I, I can't imagine not having the information that we have in era two of like, here's how technology developed and here's how our magic developed and here's the struggles that Harmony is having. I think, you know, I can't imagine going straight into Era 3 and Harmony's now Discord and da-da-da-da-da, and this is the situation. I can't imagine. Shannon, I'm going to let David have any final thoughts. Uh, and yes. I'd say that, I'm trying to think, if there's any other final thoughts that I have, I don't think anything too crazy. Like, I like the book. I'm, it makes me really excited for Era 3. Like, really, mm-hmm. really excited. I think that that is my main takeaway. I think he did a pretty good job wrapping everything up. I think the plot could have been a little stronger, but the characters I'm happy with, and I cannot wait to see what happens next. Cool. So David had to depart, but we have a bit more that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe let's talk about just sort of broadly, you know, how much. What are your thoughts for Era 3? What did you think of, you know, this book overall with like how much did it? conclude and how much it's set up for era three it's no era one <laughs> is it's kind of yeah. my 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 strongest opinion right so era one is I, I, which is in some ways it's unfair because they are different genres era one is like epic fantasy era two is western mystery thriller pulp yeah. pulp pulp there's things going on there. Uh, but in other ways, by marketing this as Era 2 instead of Era 1.5, which I would have preferred, Brandon. Um, if he had you're... started that way, yes. <laughs> Don't start with Era 2, then try to change it to 1.5. You, you are applying a certain level of, of equivalence between mm-hmm. the two, right? And, and I sure. think Era 2 is always going to be the least between the first three eras of Mistborn. Uh, you look at, like, Era 1 is epic, Era 3 is going to be epic, or at least Brandon probably plans to be. Yeah. Uh, and then Era 2 is kind of in between. So in, in that way, it is not that. But in other ways, it is... It's not bad, right? Uh, but it's, it's very much a setup piece. It's, it's, yeah. a, it's a big interlude between eras. And it does its job well, like it sets up Trell very, very well. It sets up autonomy to one extent. It sets up They're coming the, back, right? Uh, technology and, and culture between eras. It sets up the existence of the southern continent and the Mawish people and the Mawish consortium and the nation that is apparently called the Mawish. Um, uh-huh. And the tension so, between the north and the south. Yep. And Discord, right? Like setting up that, like that's yeah. gonna matter, right? Kelsier is still around. Sierra. Mm-hmm. And taking an active role in things. Yeah. A lot more so than he was in like 
Secret History, right? Because in mm-hmm. Secret History, he was like a background character kind of doing things and also temporarily ascending to a shard, but that's not a big deal. In this, he is doing stuff. I mean, presumably mm-hmm. he was doing a lot of stuff off screen that we just didn't see, but yeah. Yeah, but we don't have a story. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> sure. With what you just said, Evgeny, it almost feels like there's too much to put in Era 3. Like, if you got Discord stuff, you got North and South struggle, and autonomy potentially coming back for, like, a second Round go. Two. Like, making that different and interesting from what we did in yeah. Era 2 will be a bit of a struggle, but, I mean, I don't know. It makes me wonder if Discord is an Era 4 problem instead of Era 3 problem. Autonomy mm-hmm. made it sound like Discord is upon us. Like, it could be pretty soon. The Dark Shadow was right yeah. there. I want to see Dark Sazed. I know, I know. I'm, I'm really excited for... I have so many thoughts to say on yeah, uh, it's Harmony like, and Discord. Yeah, I don't think Era 3 is going to start with Discord being there yeah. but no. like it's i think air three being epic in scope is necessary yeah, yeah. Like, i don't think brennan could get through all everything if it were they were all the length of era two novels but it's like no we need more page time like we need a wider scope to deal with all these things yeah, yeah. for sure i i imagine the first book and we'll have a podcast, I'm sure, of randomly speculating about Era 3. But mm-hmm. I imagine the first book would be much more focused on North-South struggles and whatever Alamancer SWAT team, if that's even a thing. I don't know. Alamancer uh, SWAT team. Well, Mistborn Serial Killer was one of the kind that of too. big hooks for Era 3, right? So, so Originally, yeah. Originally, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder... Yeah. <sighs> It, it, it's weird because that feels like a hemolurgy setup mm. uh, where it's not a real misborn. It's somebody who's been like jammed with a, with a bunch of spikes. But now I don't know if, if that would be the case. We, Evgeny, we forgot to just, I just want to make a quick line. The hemolurgy stuff in this book is crazy, and we got to do a full episode on that because what is going on with that Ars Arcanum and what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. just just want to let you all know that's going to be a thing. What the hell? So get out. Yeah, no, I am. <laughs> I'm fully committing. I am. I am stabbing steel spikes into my eyes for that episode. We're we're doing it's this. Be on the episode. Yeah, it's so interesting because we've known Era Three, like the modern trilogy, has is becoming. The 1980s. Yeah. Yeah. The 1980s are coming. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it just says, I, the way you said that was, we've known that since the The 1980s. 1980s. I'm like, oh, have we? When Brandon was young. (laughs) Oh, no, since the 80s. We've known that's coming since the end of Era One. And Brandon has talked about his ideas for that many times over the years. And things have definitely shifted and changed over time. Yeah. So it's like whether or not like Mistborn Serial Killer is still a part of his idea, I don't know. Cause like ne- yeah, more fair. recently, because like originally it was like, oh, um Alamancer SWAT team. And more recently he's been doing like spy thriller stuff. 
which like there's definitely ways they could all interrelate. Yeah. There's also like a mm-hmm. Karis, uh woman programmer. That's Night a character. Nicrosil fairing. I thought it was a Nicrosil. Like those are all like snapshots in time. It's like who knows which of those things are still in Brandon's plan. Like, yeah. 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 Well, we we will definitely need to go through an episode to like, hear all the things Brandon said and like, what do we think? Um, I don't think, Evgeny, that this book could have done the same highs as Hero of Ages, right? <laughs> like, it just can't. But they did a pretty good job of like, are the Ashmounts coming again? Like, that sounds crazy. And I, I yeah. do love the the film just to <sighs> troll them. Like, that was that's pretty good. Just Oh, mm-hmm. they're just using a model. That's that's really good. Like this is the first you know, time they've had fake pictures. Yeah, <sighs> and they're like, and no one recognizes they're fake, and it's just such a simple answer, right? It's movie magic, right? Yeah, yeah. It's cute. You know, they, they don't have the experience we have in yeah. determining like what's fake. It's like the first like um, movie theater, movie theater. Like it yeah. was like a train coming towards yeah. the camera and people fled the theater because they didn't they had no concept of what was going right. on right, Mac, right, Mac, right. Maxilium is gonna photoshop like himself <sighs> with like massive biceps like this is back in like they would actually go in and like cut the film and like put new things yeah on it you know so it's just like oh yeah so it was really kind of fun and exciting to see Mm-hmm. technology evolve yeah. was the that was the highlight of era two for me was not you know not necessarily that it needed to be epic scope but i love seeing how technology like affects people like you know like and how they're reacting to it like mm-hmm. i i totally agree the concept of like this is a fake video this is a model they've never seen this before to- <laughs> great i love it um they're like yeah is you get a little trick because they're like, oh, electricity is old hat now. They're all like, we're so wise and, and used to electricity now. Like it's it's getting into all the houses. And there's all these other ways that we're like, oh, but you still you still aren't quite uh, in the modern modern world yet. And it's so I love seeing the modern world like bump up against them and them reacting to it. I, I do want to bring up a concern, which which I think is very a very real concern, at least for me. Hmm. And that is the idea that a lot of what makes era two good are the era one callbacks. Oh, I was going to say something actually opposite, but you say yours first and then I'll say mine. Cause I okay, was actually going to, I was actually going to say something. Fight. Yeah, yeah. The opposite. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would love to, to fisticuffs that there's definitely a lot of error in era two that is like it, it stands up on its own like all of the the trail stuff and the telson stuff and the autonomous stuff and the hemology development and all of that stuff. like all of these things are fine or even good on their own but i don't know like i i think you lose value if you haven't read era one or yeah. alternatively you gain so much more out of era two if you have read era one and i think that's a prop like <sighs> thinking of era three like 1980s cold war modern era whatever it is it, going to be so difficult to escape the shadow of era one 
especially once you start throwing like uh, Kelsier and Marsh and Sazed like more into the mix. <laughs> there was a stream and- where Brandon was talking about how difficult Era 3 would be to market. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it gets almost worse because it feels like Era 2 is like, they're not really side stories like this stuff happened here you know like maybe yeah. brandon can deal with it well but like there's seven mistborn books now yeah, but like, like they're sort of separate so it's not like the first book of era three is going to be mistborn oh, be eight, eight right so that's secret history count? good luck with that tour on marketing that <laughs> yeah and so i like, i think he was talking about like not wanting to label them mistborn novels or something yeah it is a huge sell it's like because i this is, this I believe... is book nine in the in yeah. the series please start here at Books book nine well, cool. I, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's like i believe brandon can write era three to stand alone fairly well i or at least not be complete garbage standing alone. <laughs> well yeah yeah like I'm not I'm not saying it's ever going to be a complete garbage, right? But yeah. I think All if right. you compare Era 1 to Era 3, it's going to be very challenging to make Era 3 as good as Era 1. Yeah, but from the marketing perspective, like they want to give that in so that like, okay, let's get some new readers for this book that yeah. we're trying to sell. We don't want to yeah. just rely on the readers that have read everything else. They're always yeah. trying to find new and it's easier to do that on a new book. So it's just like, I don't envy Brandon or Tor in doing all of that. There's definitely been people who started with Alloy, uh, which I think Alloy works fine. Uh, it definitely gets harder doing Shadows and Bands, and I think this one even gets harder. Uh, I want to imagine that, like, they obviously in era two talk about the religions and like what like Kelsier and Marsh and Sazed and stuff. And I think it could be cool if you're like, oh, I can read more about these people in the previous thing. That's that's cool, right? Uh put your comments below if you started with era two and you didn't read era one uh first, because I would be That'd very, be very interesting. Uh, that would be a fascinating uh, yeah. insight. Yeah. Yeah. I did just remind, remember something else Brandon has said about Era 3. Mm-hmm. And it's that, like, the interstitial art, like, how Era 2 has the the broadsheet pages. Era 3, it's going to be comic book pages. Right. Of, what, like, Wax and Wayne are superheroes. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, so oh, what good. I was going to say, so my response is more, I think this is always going to be the tension between having a long-standing series um to me the evolution of it from era one is the point yeah um because i think there is no right or wrong um you can't sometimes there is a lot of value if you want to write a 20 book series you should be able to do that and so and the trade-off is it's harder for new readers but is there like is new readers the only good no it's not there's there's other good here too it just um new readers is sometimes not the point there are definitely authors, and this is more an artifact. People used to do this more. Like I'm thinking of CJ Cherry has like a 21 book series um, for the for, for foreigner series it's right. sci- sci-fi. Uh, Lewis or sorry, Lois McMaster Bujold has like a 20 book series for the Varkosigan saga. It is just something that you either 
are okay with jumping in on or you're not. And I think it's more of a new reader. It's almost like a modern neurosis of like, I have to start from the beginning and then go. I think like this is, this is something that it's a cultural change in readers. Uh, it used to just jump in whenever, um, even though it is part of a series. So I think this is, I think it's a good point to be worried about it, but I also don't think it's the only thing that matters. Uh, yeah. And for me, the actual opposite of what I was going to say is not, that was actually my point that just came up as it developed. <laughs> for me, uh, what, like you're saying, it, it's it's Era 2 is strong because of Era 1. For me, Era 2 is strong because like it got me really psyched for Era 3. <laughs> I was so complete yeah. opposite look of like era two was good because now I really, really want the next one uh, mm -hmm. was, was me. I left this book it, like happy enough like that. This era two. Great. That was a good time. But now my I'm totally hyped for era three. I was never really hyped for era two. Uh, I never really got like, oh, my God, I really need the next Mistborn uh, Wax and Wayne novel. I was excited. I was happy to get them. No, I really want. 1980s cold war spy thriller whatever we're getting in the modern world misborn that's what mm -hmm. i want and that's that's all oh my hype were you for... were you not excited to find out the next exciting way wayne was going to harass women <laughs> he was good in this but it was fine i enjoyed era too i was happy to receive a new uh brandon book a new misborn book i'm not i was never excited about any era two book the way i'm so excited for era three and I think that's fair because there's a lot of setup that sounds really cool for mm -hmm. era three. Uh, and I, I think Evgeny's point is just like the era one references really add a lot to era two. Right. Yeah. I can totally buy that people are a lot more hyped for Mistborn era three because it's going to be much wider in scope and mm -hmm. like the tone's going to be maybe more back to era one style, even if the tech is much, you know, more advanced. I'm sure there's going to be yeah. differences too, but it's going to mm -hmm. be broader scope, which is, is exciting. And there's a lot of stuff to be excited about. So I think that's The whole fair. Mistborn franchise is certainly an interesting case study of yeah. something. I mean, that was what Brandon wanted, right? Like same world, but very different time periods and there there's going to be pros and cons and i think the new reader and marketing stuff is a fun time because not only do you maybe want to try to appeal to new readers in a new era but it's like you have a whole new cast and you have to get people invested in a whole new cast so it's not like it's not yeah. like it's just the eighth book where we're still around with Finn and elland right you know it's it's very different from that and so you lose readers one, because of that one author who does a similar thing that I, I have a history of like having favorite authors and mm -hmm. uh, Raymond Feast was mm -hmm. uh, one of the ones that was my favorite before Brandon. Uh, he has like a 30 book series, the Rift War saga, uh, but they are all like two book, three book series and they all have time jumps in between them. So between the first series and the last series, you have something like 200 years or whatever mm. time gap. But the technology gap is not there. And uh. so what happens is you start the first book or the first series and there are these, you know, six characters or whatever. And some of them end up being like mages or, or other beings that live for the entire 30 book series. But most of them end up like 
marrying, having children, grandchildren, and, and dying off. And so by the time you get to the end of the series, your main characters are like the, the great, great, great grandkids of the main cast, plus a couple of, of like virtually immortal characters. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's interesting to see how, how that compares to something like Mistborn, where you have these massive jumps where the familial relationship is not there but the cultural and thematic is because, you know, they, they keep calling back to Finn and to Ellen and to Kelsey is physically there. Yeah. It's like, I have a similar relationship with uh, Terry Brooks, like the Shannara series is very similar. It's like a bunch of like two, three, four book series that span, I think a couple of, a thousand years at least it starts in modern day um earth and then like has post-apocalyptic stuff too it's and there are technology gaps and like but there is a strong like family lineage that runs through most of the books and it's like we do get a little bit of that because wax is a descendant of breeze and given like the whole lorosium thing i like I'm expecting like one of the characters is going to be descended from Wax in Era 3. I think that's very plausible. Yeah, uh, I expect to see Marasi to maybe be like a famous, you know, character mm-hmm. a few decades down the line. Which old lady. Will be, she deserves it. She, she deserves totally it. deserves. Oh, what if like it depends how many decades there are, which has been a little I weird. Bet, I bet Steris gets a statue because she's the kind of person they make statues of in terms of like service to her country and like transforming mm-hmm. um, public safety. If it works mm-hmm. with the timeline, wouldn't it be great to have like an old woman Marasi mm-hmm. uh, in era three, just as elder stateswoman or just like. Yeah. Yeah, that that would just be so good. I would be so into that. That would be great. She has the power for that. I, I remember when bullet trains were new. <laughs> I rode on one as a young woman, and you were attacked by the uh, set. Brandon, Brandon describes the technology of these books as era two is nineteen twenties, era three is nineteen eighties. So that doesn't years? necessarily mean that it's going to be like, literally sixty years. Yes, yeah, Adriel is going to progress at the same rate. Yeah, but it's absolutely okay. possible. It, the tech did advance a lot. We didn't really talk about that, but it it seemed like we moved pretty fast in the last six years. So it's not implausible that like yeah. in 30 years that we're sort of at that tech level, like things are going to differ. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's not implausible. I least. certainly would love Era 3 to open up with like the main character who is like the the ferrochemist. Uh, the the Nacrosilfero chemist going. Oh, I need to go talk to Governor Combs or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that, that would that would be sweet. That would be really cool. Nice. Well, any other final thoughts while we're here? We're gonna have way more reaction episodes. Two, maybe three. I don't know, but we'll find out. Lots mm. of content. I think that's it. I'm I I'm excited for the main character. He Brennan, I think, has been pretty consistent on the main character is going to be like a young terrorist woman. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's changed in any of his wobs. I know I haven't seen all of them because some of that stuff you guys said was new, but um, super excited to see like another great female lead. Um, yeah. Very, yep. very excited. 
I have no additional final thoughts other than to say that there were a lot of things that we like touched on briefly in this reactions episode that we are going to dig a lot deeper into in oh, yes. subsequent episodes. We've got things on like the ghost bloods. We've got things on um, hemolurgy, autonomy and Telsin and hemolurgy. Uh, we'll probably do a dedicated Wayne episode because there's apparently a lot that we need to talk about. We Man have a big list. Gold. We have a list. Cosmere and things like all of that purified yeah. door nonsense is there's seems a lot like a kind of going on here. And just think, we have to do all of that in the next month, and then <laughs> secret, the projects. secret projects start yeah. releasing. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Uh, <sighs> we have a list. We'll see how we go. Uh, th- we are not going to be for want for podcast ideas. Let's just say we have a a good list, and and even next year there's still rhythm of war topics that we still need to do before Stormlight Five. So you know, yeah, there's a lot to do. We're gonna weave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we're we're gonna hit some big ones before uh, Secret Project One uh, hits in January. So yeah, Ian, had final thoughts. Um. My, I'm with Evgeny. It's like there's a lot of stuff to dig into here. A lot of cool stuff that I do like this book. (laughs) I just want to make that clear. I'm the most negative on this, but like my negative for a Brandon book is still very positive. Yeah, the grand scheme of things. I, I liked the book. I I have more to criticize than I have in the last while like i mm-hmm. like i don't know it's but it's, it's good conversation it's yeah. good conversation put your comments below on what you thought of lost metal if you are less into the cosmere stuff uh well we talked about a lot of it but uh tell me how you you felt about Marasi's plot line and how you rated it because i'm i wonder if you're less into the cosmere stuff if this book did not work as well for you because there's a lot of cosmere in it so Mm-hmm. I'm interested. Cool. Well, let's head on over to who's that Cosmere character. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tian. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for who's that Cosmere character. Call. Welcome to Who's That Cosmere Character, the game where you send five clues and a character to WTCC at 17shard.com. I read each clue aloud, and these guys have a chance to guess who's that Cosmere Character. This first one is sent from Sydney R. Uh, and clue one, this character is not from Roshar. Yaddle. It's not Yaddle. <laughs> <laughs> How? Oh yeah, that's another thing we didn't mention. Yaddle's brother is in this book. Yeah. Her brother is in here. Yeah, he's also so a ghost boy, and he doesn't seem nice. <laughs> I'll be okay. honest. No. Seems kind of a jerk. Yeah, I'm we'll talk about guess. it. I'm gonna guess Hoyd. Hoyd? No, it's not Hoyd. I will guess an obscure character. Okay. I will guess Sibruki. No, it's not Sabruki. Ooh. Uh, clue two, this character is invested. <laughs> Very helpful, Why? I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, shy. It's not shy. Rayodin. It's not Rayodin. 
This character is invested. Is the I capitalized? Yes. <laughs> Very realmatic. <minded. laughs> it's it's a, it's an important distinction. Yes, um, yes, yes. I will guess Ellen. It's not Ellen. Clue three. This character is a skilled horseback rider. Well, that is not Kaladin. Horses not on Roshar? Uh Huh? Vasher? It's not Vasher. Siri? It's not Siri. Breeze. It's not Breeze. Okay. Clue four. (laughs) Oh, I know. This character has a sibling. It's Ariane. It is Alrian. Uh, Damn it! It's the wrong one. It is Alrian. Clue five is this character played a role in the Battle of Luthadel. Uh, I was. I demand thirty percent of a point because clearly I was thinking of the right scene. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know you didn't guess the right character, so you can have, that, you can have you. that point in your heart. You can yeah. have thirty percent. Bo- both of them were on the horseback at the beginning of the Well of Ascension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this next one is from Luke Beckett. Uh, and we're 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 switching it up because Clue One, this character is from Roshar. (laughs) This is like the big question that always... Is Is it from Roshar or is it not? It's It's, it's really clue clue zero. zero. Is this character from Roshar or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Notum. It is not Notum. Oh, we're going with spicy guests. Shadesmar Roshar. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Is it the Rosharan red... <laughs> no, oh. it is not the Rosharan Red. Is it the Stormfather? It's not the Stormfather. But Clue 2 is very fortuitous, Ian. This character has been slash to the Rosharan Cognitive Realm. To the Cognitive Realm. Right. Is it Zoo? It is not Zoo. Is it Uapam? It is not Uapam. Genuinely. I had thought of Uapam before Shannon had thought of Zoo. <laughs> Very amusing. Sure, we both sure. went in like a super same yeah. direction. Yeah. I'm going to keep that theme going of people on the expedition and dreaming still- though awake. It's oh, not I was dreaming thinking of though awake. I was thinking of dreaming though awake after. I was like, oh, I hope it's not. I hope it's not her. Yeah. Clue three. This character has or haven't got clothes haven't has it says so, has or haven't got clothes i'm going to go with has it's not so, it's not sill is it gallant it is not gallant <laughs> is it <laughs> that's good i like that is, is it cheery cheery it's not cheery cheery Oh man, she has not been to Shades. I was like, I no. couldn't remember the weird thing about mm. the little dragoning dragons. I was like, are they weird in the I, cognitive realm? I gotta admit, it would have been really funny if that's Gallon. <laughs> just like, oh, he doesn't have clothes. I mean, freaking Gallon just <laughs> nudist. Yep, you nudist. Clue well, four. This character is dead. Oh, is it Fenderana? It is 
Cinderana. Ooh, wow, nice. nice. And uh, clue five, this character is blue. So there you go. I was go. like, this ha- haven't got clothes. This is a spren. And mm. I was like, what's a dead spren? Mm-hmm. There are only a couple of those. Yeah, so. that's, I mean, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Up until the last clue, Testament would have worked. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. I I'll, will I will take another third of a point here because I was clearly on the right track with Sill. I mean that's that's I mean no Notum was no I started with Notum. You did start you with were, Notum. You were you can also have a third of a point. Okay. Uh, it's well, my point, but you guys can pretend you have a third. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to deign to engage with this nonsense. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ian knows he can win on full points alone before this episode. That's so. right. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a petty asshole. <laughs> yep we know uh i feel the same whenever i lose so yeah this next one is from our who's that cosmere character priority queue if you are a herald on patreon uh you can submit your uh who's that cosmere characters through that and we will read them sooner than the uh well by the time those are out those were sent uh well over a year ago sooner so rather than later sooner sooner Uh, This one is sent by Lyriel, and clue one is this character is close to powerful people. Hmm. Is it Redden? It's not Redden. Wow, that's the spicy take that is also wrong. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) I like that. I appreciate that. Sound off in the comments if you remember who Redden is without looking it up in the wiki. I'm sure he's going to come up in book five. Probably not, but he's cool. Uh, Blue Fingers. Odium's champion. It's not Blue Fingers. That would would be pretty funny. (laughs) Odium's champion. Um, We don't know who it is yet. Sorry, I was was memeing on on Redden. Close to powerful people. Um, Rushu. It's not Rushu. Uh, Clue two, this character has dark hair. Mm, so definitely not Rushu. <laughs> that's true. I, we don't know. Well, she that's, that's true. That's true. She doesn't have yeah. hair. So well, it's a... she doesn't have, but we don't know the the like. There's still like inside like follicles. She could. She still has a color of hair. It's just not easily figure outable. <laughs> yeah, like like I can I can describe myself as having oh, this is so a sexy liver. The fact that you don't <laughs> welcome to the show, Shannon. Welcome, welcome to who's that Cosmere character? I'm valid. What I said was right. Oh yeah, no, this no. Is, I mean, you could totally be a trick question. If, uh... if if someone says, "Ah, does that person have dark hair?" It's like, well, I mean, they're bald, so I mean, yeah, I think that's they a fair interpretation. They have a shape scalp. Yeah. Look, power people I, dark you, you, don't, you don't know how much of Rush's hair I've seen in fan art that I've commissioned. Okay, I'm going to go for someone who actually is a powerful person who is also close to powerful people. So, <laughs> and guess Kaladin. It's not Kaladin. Lilaramar. No. Lilaramar. Uh, Light Song's brother. Yeah, is that a double L? Yeah. 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 Yep. I'm just going to, okay, whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh you, yeah, you write down. I, I notepad this so I can. Wow. Uh, I take this game seriously, even though I don't win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got the last one. Um, it is so difficult to like not Dark guess a, a Stormlight character. I, I know. know. Life's hard. Then it could be a Stormlight character. You have no it way of knowing. Be, yeah. We don't know whether yeah. they're from Roshar or not at this stage. Yep. 
Uh, Vin. It's not Vin. Clear three. This character has green eyes. <laughs> Is it El Hokar? It's not El Hokar. <gasps> no, he's got the yellow eyes. Oh, no, right. he has green eyes. Oh. Canonically, he has green eyes. Because okay, he has. Cool. Okay, in Way of Kings, he has yellow eyes, then blue eyes, and then starting in Words of Radiance, he's consistently, <laughs> consistently has uh, green eyes to match his father. So this is an editing issue uh, in Way of yes. Kings. Yes. Yeah, that's why there's some never, ambiguity here. Never use a colon's eye color as a. <laughs> yeah, because Elokar has the same color eyes as his father. Yasna has the same color as her mother. Mm, okay. okay. I will accept that explanation. Mm-hmm. Green eyes. That that seems yeah. really, really rare. Yeah. Moash is another one. He had green, but I think it's now brown. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, I was listening to the graphic audio Rhythm of War recently, mm-hmm. and I hadn't realized that Moash's hair is brown and black. Oh. It's it's oh, either funny. brown with black streaks or black with brown streaks kind of in the same way that adolin and yeah and sure Renarin. Renarin. yeah yeah yeah. which is okay. interesting sharon hair yeah. is so weird yeah, well it makes sense alethi black haired breeds true yeah. yeah yeah right though not really um i mean again Roshan hair is really weird <laughs> near powerful people green eyes dark hair dark hair this is all very almost physical like See, the thing is, you can at least cross off people that you know, like, oh, this person I know has blue eyes, so I know it's not them. Or, or dark eyes, yeah. Well, dark eyes have colors, but color is different on a different axis. Yeah, I guess, I guess dark green, you would still count dark green as, as dark eyes, right? Yeah. They're dark and green. Yeah. Yeah. Roshar is weird in that dark eyes are not all brown. Yeah. yeah. Roshar is weird. I, I, I feel like there are, like, no more than three characters with green eyes in the entire Cosmere. Yeah, Moesh and Elokar and Gavin, uh, Gal, Gavva. and Moesh is Gavilar. a 0. 0.5. Ga- I was like, it's not Gavinor, it's not Gavinor, it's Gavilar. <laughs> Gavilar? Yeah. Can I always pass? It's like the, the eye color, like, makes me want to say not Roshar for some reason. Because, mm. like, Roshar, no, like, anything eye color, like, it's like, you're making us think it's Roshar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most other shard worlds, like, we're not told the color of exactly. their eyes. That's like the yeah. issue I'm having here. Mm. Um, Is it a fake out or a double fake out? I mean, it's not even a fake out for me at this point. It's, can I think of a character that we know canonically has green eyes? I might have to ignore this clue, um, okay. you know, when it comes. Pass, yeah. That's fine. I, oh, I've already guessed. I've already guessed. Oh, okay. Well, it's not cultivation. My okay. Clue four. This is not a physical feature. This character is sad. <laughs> Cal- oh no! Wait. Yep. No. Nope, already, already guessed. guessed Kaladin, and he has blue eyes slash brown, depending on yeah. What doesn't matter. The the sadness overwhelms his eyes. <laughs> I don't think I guessed last round. Oh, no. I don't remember. Did you, you didn't. That's okay. You can have to. That's that's fine with that's me. That's fine. Uh, well, I don't have a guess. So. Okay, uh, sorry. What about? Can I be? Can I be funny and like make a total rando guess and yeah, say sure. Marsh? Yeah, that's not Marsh. Okay, sure. The I was like, Padana, be funny. 
the patina over his spikes. <laughs> the patina. His spikes I, I do become think he's moldy. Blonde, like his brother, though. Mm, he's yeah, blonde. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Oh. I totally the, forgot the question that, there is also like, he's bald now, so <laughs> does he have blonde hair? <laughs> does Marsh still shave his hair, even though there's no reason for him to need to do Ma- so? Ma- like, Marsh, pre- pre-inquisitor Marsh is the character submitted in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. He might sad. actually have green eyes. Uh, he has iron eyes, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> True. What was th- th- the most recent clue again? They're sad. They're sad. They're sad. <laughs> it's such a... They're sad. Like, literally, the clue, it's not even phrased as a question, it's just as sad. <laughs> it's, all these are just like facts, so it's I'm, I'm, I'm just making it into a sentence. <laughs> We already said Vin. We've said Kaladin. Yep, we've got mm-hmm. main characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Who is sad? No one's sad in the Cosmere. Everyone's happy. Oh, I forgot that was also a clue. Oh. Close to pyro people, dark hair, green eyes, sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So this many of these. Great. Th- th- these feel so like telling of the character and it's amazing that we can't think of anyone mm, yes i really hope it's someone i know like what if it's like mm. someone like from a property that like i haven't read white sand yet or something mm, like that like yeah, what if it's, that would be a bummer it'd be a bummer i want to know who this character is because i'm interested now yeah but who remembers like eye color in white sand also it's probably inconsistent between different oh. illustrators right <laughs> that's funny now I want to guess a white sand character, but I guess a white sand character. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 theorycraft this theme. Okay. Okay. Let's let's go through the coolings. No, we've we've already crossed off. Are are there any green eyes coolings? Yeah. Gavilar, but he's he not that sad. And it's not Elokar. We've already guessed. Okay. Also, he doesn't have green eyes. We established that. Gavilar? Uh, Elicar. No, we established Elicar does have green eyes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yellow was the, the original and then, and then green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gavilar has these things. He is close to powerful people because he is a powerful person. Um, dark hair, green eyes, but he's not that sad. So. Yeah, probably not Gavilar. Could be Gavinor. But I, I don't know Gavinor? what I don't know if we know the color of his eyes, but it's possible that they're green. Yeah. He is close to to powerful people. That's true. Kind of sad. He's kind of, he's, he's a very sad little boy. Do you, do you want to guess Gavinor? I mean, it's an option. (laughs) He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to give me 30, he doesn't want to give me 30% of a point. (laughs) There. It's not Gavinor. It's not Gavinor. (laughs) Okay. So not a colon. And we don't see that many non-Alethi eye colors because it doesn't seem to matter when they're not Vorin. Um, yeah. It was like Macbeth, they're all universally dark brown. Yeah. Probably not like Shadows, of, Shadows for Silence character, right? Powerful, we don't, no. I, 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 I would be surprised if... They're not if, powerful. Yeah. yeah. Um, Elantris. Ooh. Rayodin's a huge bummer. Go, go through all <laughs> thousand uh, 
top of mind articles in the characters category. I'm sure you'll get there eventually. Okay. I, w- I wonder. I wonder if it's like a cop out, and the character is like not a human character, but they have like glowing green eyes or something mm. like that. Mm. Which, which is the direction I was going for with cultivation with dark hair. Cultivation said you could do the night mother or something. No night watcher. No. The night watcher green. is not sad. Not yeah, sad. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say sad. Cultivation herself, maybe, but yeah. maybe. She well, I, I did, it's not a. I it's not a. That. It's not a character trait that really like. Oh, she's sad. No, she's something else. She's... Who's sad? Well, we do have one we'll more clue to go. If you want to, I might give you a bonus clue as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh. Warbreaker. What about Blush Weaver? I'm going to guess Blush Weaver. It's not Blush Weaver. Okay. Hey, that's everyone. Okay. Clue five. This character is invested. <laughs> Fantastic. Love it. Why would you do this? I'm reading what it is. Uh, I'll give you a bonus clue, though. Uh, I'll, it'll be a useful. Who, who submitted this? Lyriel. 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 Let's have a talk. <laughs> you know, in a, in a dark alley, preferably. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for your wonderful <laughs> contributions to our uh, Patreon. We it's, love it. It's very uh, helpful. Um, Bayonne. It's not Bayonne. I'll guess Rayodin because he's a bummer. It's not Rayodin. I don't, I don't remember what color eyes he has. It's Rayodin said. He is pretty optimistic all, all the time. His character is sad. He's <laughs> okay. He's sad in the way that like he has to fight through it to be optimistic. So. Yeah. Maya. Nope. Uh, Maya has no eyes. But she. I was not. I was not confident that there wasn't anything under the scratch outs. Uh, Let's say uh, clue six. A bonus. This person is a person who lived during the final empire. Milan. It's not Milan. Damn it. Mayor, no. uh, you don't get two guesses. <laughs> I haven't used my second bonus guess. That's true. That's fair. For getting skipped over. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I'm tired and hungry. Lived during the final empire. Yeah. Um, Lady Cliss. It's not Lady Cliss. Okay. I want to guess a Condra, so I'll guess Orsur. Nope. Dark hair, close to powerful people, green eyes. Sad. Who is sad in the? F- <laughs> Who's sad in the final Who's empire? <laughs> Who is sad in this dystopian nation? <laughs> Most people probably. Rashek, I. It's not Rashek. No. Tindwill. All right. Is it- All right. We're what ending this. The answer is Beldra. She does, in fact, have uh, dark hair and green eyes. Oh, so. and sadness is kind of her defining yeah. trait, isn't it? <laughs> She's laying like in the garden and spooks like no oh, damsel in distress. This yeah. is fine. And she is cause... close to powerful people for where she is, you know. All right. Blurio, you you were allowed to not meet me in the dark alley. This, this, this physical descriptions simple. make things really hard because it, it's like if you don't remember it, it's not useful at all, you know. I don't remember this person, so uh well, well you don't she remember got Spook's girlfriend? Girlfriend. They totally I get remember. together. No, I don't. And then Spook 
sleeps with a lot of other people eventually so i'm there, sure it went great I, you don't know that it's fully possible that she gave birth to like 20 children i i guess i, I guess don't that's have, possible they, usually in pre-industrial like they don't have like the health care to keep women alive to have yeah. that many children they they fade maybe takes, like, maybe vi- they have knowledge the from the words of founding also like 20 kids is like we're we're running into like time restrictions if nothing else here. <laughs> like, look spook was a busy man I, uh, evidently so okay cool. spook all right well we hope you enjoyed this episode you can find us on 17char.com for all your news discussion theories and fun that you could ever want come talk about the lost metal how crazy yeah. is that we got a new mistborn book at last how different was the fandom in 2016 with bands and secret history? Very different. So I'm interested to see how this goes. You can go to our Discord or our forums. Talk about what your thoughts on Lost Metal. Put your comments down below as well. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. You can support our Patreon for as little as $1. And we have crap loads of Lost Metal content coming your way. I expect Lost Metal Reactions 2 to not take a week to do. We'll we'll get that out sooner. Uh, but we will have another podcast uh, the following weekend where we get into some topics. Uh, and yeah, tons of Lost Metal stuff to do that we got to get to before Secret Project 1. <laughs> so we got stuff to do. So we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. I forgot the wind quote. How Bye. is that? How is that gold, Evgeny? Was it good? Um, I don't know if I've had any of it. Oh well, <laughs> it, right. it feels like it feels like every time I I try to pour, it well, stays down that's here. That's unfortunate. Call.